Aloha. Got it. <laughs> All right. All right. Awesome. Wow. We have Jackie Wellington here live. And this is the uh, True Truth podcast. And it's a little bit late tonight. And we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but it looks like we managed to get you through. So here we are. Jackie, <laughs> welcome to the metaverse of the world simulation out here and um wow this is this is awesome to finally get jackie on here and um we can get into a little bit of her background as well um what knowledge and wisdom she has she is a vast i think personally just a amazing wealth of information like an encyclopedia of all of what goes on in the world and she collects a lot of this stuff in the in information what's really interesting unique about her is she is able to process it um collaborate with others and she's very humble and um and i think uh with that giving spirit so we appreciate your work and your efforts jackie thank you so much for being here and um maybe you can open up and tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you found maybe for this year, or collect, you know, as a collective, as a whole, whatever is on your mind. We want to kind of just pick your brain tonight. What's up? <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate that great introduction. <laughs> Absolutely. This is all, it's just kind of unscripted and improvised. So hope everyone enjoys. And um, okay. it's kind of just off the off the flip, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 it which sure is, is. Which is good because you're actually you really are you're a natural at it. So I I know you're not gonna have any problem with it. We're just kind of having a conversation. We didn't really have too much um, on what the topic was tonight, um, but there's so many topics to choose from. It would just we would be sitting for hours and weeks on end probably trying to figure out what meticulously we should talk about and have it real organized. But I think we're pretty good. Um, you know what you're talking about. Often you just, <laughs> Jackie will send me an audio clip somewhere, um, whether online or what have you, or just be talking. Um, she, she just can go right off the top of her head and into a whimsically, a bunch of ideas and things that just inspire me. And I'm like, wow, I didn't, never really looked at it that way I never th thought of it that way and so I, I don't think she may not realize it but you already have all the information and maybe it's coming from your heart mind center or someplace like that um there's there's so many topics from what's going on in the world today you know about uh, archaeology history of things um you know maybe you could go into some of that um details of whatever you feel um is just a, maybe a crucial topic for today what you tell the youth what what would what would you want to leave behind and tell maybe the youth we could say generation z zoomers or whatever they call them um what type of inspiration do you think you could pass on to them to maybe maybe wake them up out of preferably maybe they have some sort of a stupor they're in let's say without being too judgmental here um <coughs> you, you you know what you know what i'm saying 
you know where I'm going. Right, right. Um, well, what I what I like to um, make very clear, my, my background is uh, I'm a doctor and a, a, so mm-hmm. um, mental health is uh, something that I'm uh, concerned about that I, that I can speak from an expertise uh, point of view. Um, and uh, so I like to uh, stick with that uh, especially when I give my uh, ex-cathedra uh, sort of uh, opinion mm-hmm. on uh, mental health. And so that, I think, is uh, the most important thing, uh, uh, keeping the mental health, uh, uh, keeping us stable, keeping us functional, and... Um, I think we should definitely focus on that. Um, we do have to understand that the you know times that we're living in. We also have to understand all the social engineering that's happening, um, the deception, the, uh, the trauma. Um, we need to understand that the whole humanity uh, was um, the lockdown. The uh, I, we were literally in what what I like to call the open uh, concentration camp uh, <laughs> under the blue skies, literally. Mm-hmm. With the, I don't want to say the name, so you know uh, you don't get uh, san- sanctioned. Uh, yeah, you know, right. I'm talking about C. So yeah. Okay. Um, and that's. It's really important that maybe now we try to heal people from what they've been through, uh, you know, depending where they were at uh, in a world at a time, because, uh, you know, they were traumatized. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's that's really important to talk about that. Let, help them deal the best way they can you know, uh, and understand what was what was done to them. I want the world to know that what was done to them is well-planned, well-organized, well-thought with the intent. And that's, the, I, I would, you know, um, that would be maybe something that we should talk about, intent, because a lot of people are confused when it comes to determine uh, what's evil and what isn't. And I think I spoke to you about that. Um, and we talked about the vertical and horizontal line, what we call in, uh, psychiatry and psychoanalytics. And that's, that's something that, 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 you know, people completely, and I spoke to you about Dr. Eric Erickson. Um, and, uh, uh, I, I I would like if you know if if some of our younger audience uh, would maybe look into into that and some of his postulates and what what he thought about it what he uh, how he defined the existential crisis and existential need mm-hmm. that is very when when those are violated uh, <laughs> we're dealing with something bad. Absolutely. And uh, I can I can uh, speak on it a little bit right now if people yeah. 
that. Yes, please. I'm do. not. Yeah, vertical to horizontal duality. Yeah, you told me all about that. It goes really, it runs really deep, and that's a really, that's a topic not a lot of people are talking about. I don't, I don't really think I've heard anyone mention um, that. Or you said his name was Doctor Eric Erickson, E R C, and then Erickson. Okay, so people can look that up. Check out Doctor Eric Erickson. Psychiatrist, or I mean, psychologist? De- de- department Department of Psychology. Yes, department or he's still in the books. He's still in okay. the books. They're okay. just re- they prefer not to talk about that because they lower standards. Uh, they completely they throw us into a mud, I and see. that's that's what I'm going to elaborate on right now. Okay, yeah, and explain yeah. the uh, where we at right now. Okay, and why is it so significant that. Not sure if we lost you, Jackie. Are you still there? Let's see her. Or, <laughs> they may have cut her. May have cut Jackie off here. Let's see. I'm gonna ha- try to text her, as uh, this is a very important topic. On um, it's kind of the horizontal and vertical. Let's see, I can't hear you can edit this did we drop i'm not sure maybe the internet so hey everybody i'm gonna just take this time to kind of advertise anchor.fm radio you can download this app um we're also on spotify amazon and uh, pandora iHeartRadio, many others download this app and you can um Definitely check that out. What I may do is turn this segment off and we can redo it. Um, Cause I'm not, I'm not hearing Miss Jackie here and it's not letting me. Um, I'm just gonna finish. All right, we got. Okay, I'm back. I don't know what happened there. We maybe got kicked off due to the the topic. Or that actually does happen. That's not conspiracy, but or something. Maybe no, absolutely end. not. Okay. People need to understand that. Yeah, yeah, it's happened quite often with our podcast. Actually, with different things, with this type of information, it's very illicit to them. You know. Yes. Like, Especially as you're just about to get into it, <laughs> it <just laughs> seems to go haywire, huh? So, well, yeah, we got we got you back on. We can do this as many times as we need. <laughs> it, it, it's all saved in the edit anyway, so you know, uh, right? But um, yeah, so you you were saying we were talking about Eric Erickson, Department of Psychology. Um, you know, we were talking about the horizontal and vertical lines of uh well you could say spirituality if you want to use that word um you know between the physical realm and a divine 
moralistic living maybe um you know you're, you're kind of but you're trying to bring that into the terms for i guess where we're trying to search and delve into the new generation i guess you know, like we're trying to hit with the youth um as it's very difficult to pierce that uh that arena because you know you're talking to a group of people who sit on tiktok and <laughs> um i guess you could say social media and all this stuff all day and you know not necessarily interested in the social engineering programming and even brainwashing psyop that you know they've been they've been groomed to i guess uh, desensitized uh intervention taken over in a sense right it's kind of what you were we were talking about that before you know something like that so uh we you care to elaborate on that or did i did i lose you again <laughs> may have lost her again look at that okay um, we'll try let me just give her a second and see spontaneous wow that is incredible and think about it i don't know please follow i please i'm begging you go and look it up revival mm -hmm. and no one's talking about that no one's talking about that wow there's no money there's no production there's no hey jackie okay I'm, here I'm just, we are i here we are again this is third time <laughs> charm I'm, I'm just gonna pass it on to you you know what i said what we were talking about and maybe it, it'll just be better if i hand the mic over to you <laughs> no it's okay no 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 let's let's participate i i love your input i love you know yes yeah. absolutely okay yeah, I just don't know. When, start, when I start talking afterwards, it kind of uh, we what happens is the audio you know, see the audio waves, and oh, when you're not, it'll cut your audio off. So I know you're not there, but you maybe hear me, but you're not being recorded. So that's why I have to cut it off. There's no point in you just talking to yourself, and so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I know I can hear you now. So everything's. To good right now uh, i'm gonna make sure but i'm gonna i'll just cut off the whole podcast if they um i guess mute if they're muting you i'm not sure what what's going on here i've never seen this one before <laughs> it's a little different yeah it happens <laughs> yeah it's strange strange things happen in the ether sphere i guess um but no this is getting very interesting because we were talking about so we're talking about the generation trying to get to the youth because that's so crucial if we don't fix the youth you know when you talk about the boomer generation or um baby boomers and you know if they didn't allow this to happen and get this out of line and then that next generation wouldn't have been able you know it, it keeps going down like a domino effect an avalanche is into something that's like oh my gosh how did we get here right so um what can we what can we inspire you know for change you know, what do you think um, in that regard? Do you know what, uh, I don't know, 
What do you think, Jackie? Jackie, you still either <laughs> it's doing it again. I I know there's a way we can fix this if this doesn't work. See, it's every time I start talking, Jackie, are you there? See, I can't hear. Hmm. Right now, what's happening? And that's what I'm saying. So, yes, we're seeing out, like you said, it's out in the open. Mm -hmm. Satan's gathering up his army and God on another side is gathering up his army. So it's, uh, I don't know if it's even, but it's certainly in large numbers. And it's significant. It's very, very significant for everyone to follow what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is amazing. Uh, all of this information. I'm just trying to see here on this audio thing. It looks like it it just knocked it off. And I'm hoping that our, our whole conversation here was recorded because it's, it's not showing up here. I'm going to be so upset. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe this. Wow. I know. Which, you know, if, if that's the case, Jackie, I hope maybe like uh, we can we can do this again. Because, um, I mean, I, I really hope it was so, this was such an excellent conversation. I loved it. This is amazing. I'm looking on here because, see, I actually went to the recorder and I've never had this happen. I just had a conversation with someone. I recorded it for like three hours. I had one. But now it all of a sudden it just went zeroed out. So I'm trying to see. Let me see. I missed. Wow. Wow. Yeah, if they can convert you, they can. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. So, they uh, so it's a spiritual test of uh, you know some consistency and persistence. Oh, absolutely, wow. absolutely. Like it, it's sickening. Wow. No, I, but I like I said, I I I engaged into that conversation. I wasn't scared. I was like, mm -hmm. I was talking. Now I don't know. Keep in mind, maybe I was talking to AI. Right. Who knows. Well, I think my personal humble opinion on this is that this was a real person. Right. And yeah. And either way, like what they say, daemons or demons, however you want to say it, um, it could be AI and could be, if it's the prince of the airways and it's a vibration or frequency, it can be in anything. Yes. You know? And, um, you know, it kind of goes to what you said about um, what, it, what was it you were telling me? Well, one of your big topics at hand was um, it was the three six nine, I believe, which was Nikola Tesla. Mm -hmm. uh, you see, in fact, I'll, I'll quote: We have Jackie Wellington. It says, "The only way to attempt to understand God is through science." Tesla captured and imprisoned Lucifer, making him do as he pleased. That would describe turning lights on and off using impeccable exact God's laws of nature in order to prove uh, the order proven beyond the shadow of doubt that can't be violated ever. P369 takes a three to tangle continuation of what we know as reproduction, mother, father, child, six carbon based, nine baby has to exit the mother's womb within nine months. Again, these are God's, these are God's laws that can, cannot be broken. And Tesla knew. And so you had wrote that um, um, April. Yes. 
the truth yes, of Women is 369. Um, wow. So I, and I'm going to just say right now for people, me and, me and Jackie and I had been speaking for the past hour or so plus, and the, not only did they kick us off the podcast, they actually messed up my whole voice recording, which is the app that's never, I've never had that happen on uh, I think it's called voice recorder or something. And so we just had the most mentally stimulating conversation ever. It was perfect. It was beautiful. And I have no problem. We can do this again. I can speak up here for hours on the topics that we talked about. I can actually remember verbatim everything we talked about. So they want to play games like this. We can do that. We can play games because I, and I think they do this to test me and my, it helps my brain because I have memory recall. Like, like I literally just photographed our conversation and, but I, I hate it because we were so into it. She was really excited. She had so many amazing points. I had some points, and we really could, was, uh, it was it was amazing. And as soon as she started talking about God, Satan, this guy wanted to sell her soul. Uh, it's a Luciferian man, and she's got snapshots of that. All of a sudden, the voice recorder just shuts down out of nowhere. I've got plenty of space on this thing. Never had that happen. Um, the technology all of a sudden just fails out of nowhere. And we, every time we did the podcast, it would knock her audio off. She'd be talking and she didn't realize that she's not being heard. So I had to, I've had to end it, what, three or four times we ended that podcast. So uh, I almost don't yes, know if people we... people need to understand that we're literally in spiritual war. Satan, yeah. let, me, let me restate this. Satan doesn't need money, people. He created them. Do you understand that? He created them. Mm -hmm. It's his invention. It's his patent. He owns the patent. So he doesn't need money. What he does need is your soul, people. Mm -hmm. Your soul. Which is Money is no object to him. Right. So People need to understand that. So this is the war. For your soul. So is that your your intent and your will to understanding, uh, I guess, your time, your your time, your energy, what you put yourself into is your soul. And that's because, you know, they'll say, well, what is a soul, Jackie? Uh, that doesn't exist. Consciousness doesn't exist. Why? Well, we can't find it. We can't measure it. You can't see it. Right. And so that's how science will disprove that logic. Right. Um yeah, yeah. But you, you and I know, you know, we we understand what you're talking about. Um, many other people would probably say, "Well, I don't know what you mean by that." Like what you're talking about, I'm so my soul. It sounds like a joke or some spooky stuff. Um, but I think that's what a lot of people say. Spook. It's spooky assumptions or speculation. But there's an aspect to truth to it either way you look at it and it's starting to come more and more apparent like in the spiritual world into science world too like okay like if you were to go with the offer this man had said what would happen you know would your life change dramatically who knows you know what like you end up what with a crazy amount of wealth money falls in your favor all the doors open opportunities in the world aspect, which we know is very materialistic. It's very, you could say shallow surface based carnal, right? You said that about mud in the horizontal, uh, happenstance, how things just fall 
in how they are. Yes. Right. Carnal. <clears throat> right. So, um, that's what you're talking about. So it it would be, but see, and being in that carnal world, you open up, you're kind of going down a different avenue or a different path where you're like, okay, wow, yeah, you know, I see things. I guess you could say from a more emotional standpoint where people are like you're experiencing things kind of like when you were a kid, maybe you did or did not, you don't have to contest to this, but maybe you smoked marijuana, someone smoked pot or, and went to the parties and, you know, had you never done that, there's an aspect of truth that your life would have turned out completely different because I, I have smoked marijuana. It's on my record. Everyone kind of knows that about me. I smoked pot growing up very young. Well, I did that and you could say that's evil and it maybe changed my spirit, my, my, uh, like I went down a spiritual path of destruction or what have you, whatever you, 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 whether you disagree or agree with smoking any type of drug under foreign management, I went down that path and I, and I'm glad I did because I experienced a part of life that I guess you could say is very carnal because smoking that does make you more, uh, in touch with, a different realm, a spiritual realm for sure, whether it's mushrooms, LSD, peyote, ashwanda, uh, DMT, there's so many different things. And I don't advocate drugs one way or another. It's just a part of someone's experience, their life ex external view. Um, and so with that, Jackie, what you're saying, like, what would you think as far as, okay, this, this individual had contacted Jackie and was very serious about her selling her soul. Um, and not sure if he was going to offer her something or this or that. I'm sure there's strings attached to it from a spiritual aspect that go very deep. Like I'm saying, like smoking DMT or marijuana, it, it becomes, you're doing something that only you seek, AKA spiritually, that is very real, very real to that individual, the observer. You consciously know that you saw this or that, or you had this view. And so at that point, if she had sold her soul, that she knew she sold her soul and now is no longer the, she's no longer the Jackie that she knew prior to that initiation, right? So, uh, and then you talk about revival. So that's what you feel is the solution to adhere out of that, uh, that reference of, I guess you could say lacking a soul. What I call a lot of people living souls are people who, you know, they have like a consciousness in their eyes. How I'm talking, how you're talking to me, we are communicating. There's groups that absolutely could not do this. I mean, I've been around a lot of places, you know, I'm about to go to Los Angeles and I mean, can you imagine us talking like this in a group setting of, I don't know, a bar, a bunch of people doing drugs and things like that? I mean, they're going to think, I, I don't even know if they would be able to hear us. Would this, would this end up on any platform? You know, like, look, I can't yeah. even, I can't even, I, I can't even have a conversation with you on, on a podcast for Christ's sakes. I can't mm -hmm. it, literally, mm -hmm. I've never had yeah. this. I've never had this okay. issue. I've had many people on the, on the show Never. This is insane. This has been five or six times now, literally, on just one show tonight. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. Um, mm -hmm. Again, taking that spirit, yeah. that spiritual aspect of what I was talking about. That, um, you know. So, are you going to discount what I'm saying is true? Just like someone who 
smokes marijuana or had this spiritual experience. You can't. Me and you just experienced this in real lifetime right now, tonight, so and this morning. So Well he told me when he when he sent me a message on uh on my uh Instagram account, he basically said well, he said hey Lucifer, whatever, and then he said, Have you ever been contacted by the Illuminati? He literally said that he was the Illuminati. Okay, I see. And like I said, when I looked at his profile, um, he had a name and that he was uh, the lodge number and that he was the assistant of a president. Okay, I see. And then he, he literally asked me for my soul. Wow. So, um, yeah, I will definitely send you those screenshots so that you yeah. can see what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I want to kind of speed run for everybody through what Jackie and I were talking about. This Again, this is Jackie Wellington, amazing woman. And I, Oh, I think I do have the introduction. I do. So we do have that, thankfully. God, goodness. I'm glad I have the, the introduction I did with you, um, which was like we had the 10-minute portion. But I, I want to get a speed run on how what we talked about was Eric Erickson's psychology of um, – you know, quintessential things that you need, your needs and wants and things for, you know, a healthy homeostasis, things that were not taught. Yes. We talked about, you know, gardening and teaching kids and, and giving them tools that they don't otherwise have. We talked about the, uh, was it Milgram uh, experiment where people yeah, walked so out of that? Right. They walked out of the experiment basically because they were being socially engineered um, and brainwashed with, in some aspects, whether it was shock therapy or something. Um, and we t then I talked, I kind of correlated that to Clockwork Orange, the movie. Anyone who's seen that can understand how that experiment went and um, and, and basically how it evolved. How we had MK Ultra. No, people people walked out because we're inherently good because we're right. not psychopaths. Right, and they were they were making people psychopaths. Basically, they were they were trying to, trying to yes, and they were trying to they were trying to condition them by using the authority, right, which was the white coat, which was the doctor walking in saying, "Oh no, don't worry, just just keep on pushing that button." Right, and but they they didn't want to do it. They were like, "I don't care if you have a white coat on or not. I, what I'm doing here is wrong. I'm causing someone's pain." Yeah, I I hear people yelling and screaming. So I'm no longer gonna, you know, participate in this. Mm -hmm. No, no. So that that experiment right there showed that we're inherently good. We're mm. not bad, right. as they're trying to tell us. Sinners, you're, right. you know, all this crap that they're feeding us with. Mm -hmm. No, it's quite opposite. There right. was more people, like I said, that walked out of there than the ones there very few stayed and continued to cause pain to other people right. and were conditioned by the white coat. And, and, and that was an experiment, I believe it took place in 1955 or something around that time, right? It was a bit older. Yes. So, I mean, yes. the, the, the cohort study, if they continued it to be a cohort long-term study, I'm not sure if it would be the same today as much as the social engineering has worked and it's different i mean even look at facebook or tiktok and a lot of these things it's kind of a similar experiment but just in a twisted way that they're 
they're getting people to comply with giving away all your information, becoming so open, an open book source connected to everybody, which is, a, it's become a totally different time from 1955 to, to now, you know, um, we're talking about a whole different ball game, uh, de-evolution. We talked about, yes. we talked about yes. that too, de-evolution, digressing and decline in humanity rather than the incline. And you said vertical going upwards rather than horizontal, uh, which is a spiritual divinity. She's Jackie's clearly stated that she feels we're spiritual, divine, and uh, living soul individuals um, created by a divine creator, saying the only solution is a revival. Um, I guess you could say with the bridge to that consciousness of the void of God, which would be through Yeshua. She made sure to clarify that Yeshua um, what you know is Jesus Christ, which I talked about the Vatican creating, you know, the Iron Maiden and the Spanish Inquisition, those times and how they used the mark of the beast through Christ, uh, idolizing him as a white man on a cross with the, the Greek numbers, the Greek letters of his name, which actually equated to 666. At that time, if you didn't accept that, uh, which was Satan in the guise of Jesus, in this in this this sense, the Jews didn't convert. They weren't allowed to come to um, America. In fact, they were brutally tortured, and that's probably what got this podcast thing taken down too. Is that's a little bit deep. Actually, a lot of what we talked about uh, earlier was very deep. We talked about the V, getting the V. What does the V do? Humiliation through social engineering, dominance, control. Um, my goodness, we talked about a lot. And they they literally have censored us, removed that uh, information. Uh, Jackie had told me, inquired that um, the Christians, or I guess you could say Christian population, Christianity in general, has been crucified more than ever right now than ever. More than ever. You cannot imagine. Once you start getting into it and just watching different clubs, like especially from the revival, anyone that dares to come out and speak to God or mentions Bible out in the public, uh, priests are getting arrested, preachers are getting arrested, put in jail, beat up. I mean, yeah, we're, we're watching that right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... We go into the solution aspect of it. Uh, we talked about, well, you had mentioned fleeing the, this, what many people like to call matrix simulation or whatever, but it is very a very real world from your, um, your, your perspective. And as you, your ideology is to move, live off the land, get out of here. As she mentioned, Jack, yes. Jackie had said that this is end times uh, type scenarios. And I guess that's one solution if you want to be a crusader. Otherwise, we talked about, you said people are selected in positions. This is all kind of an orchestrated thing. We talked about the pyramid hierarchical system. And there's an entity uh, we all know, and I'm sure everybody knows, the name Satan controlling this world at the top of that pyramid. Um, I guess manipulating and um, orchestrating all these events whether it's the wars, the famine, the different things that are prophesied. We talked about how some people think the Bible is an allegory. It's been revised hundreds of times because you said, well, did man write the Bible? Well, what, did a monkey write it or did an elephant or, or a, a giraffe write it? No, man wrote the Bible is what Jackie Man wrote. 
Of course. Yeah, so man had to, through the aspect of a divine God, through man's consciousness, however you want to say it, through the heart, through the Holy Spirit, there's some sort of a bridge. No, God authored it. God is the author, and he protected it. No, God protected his book. Right. Which is why Bible, no, Bible will never stop to be printed. Bible will exist, (laughs) you know, forever. It is the the most read book throughout the world, even today, when Christianity is being attacked and everything being twisted upside down. Mm-hmm. And there's always free will, as you know, always free will. Why we were not forced by nobody had a military knock on their door to inject them with the V, you know, and that would that will never happen because the legality you were talking about the legality. No, there's legality to it. That free will needs to be respected. Okay. Free will, respect. It will never be violated. Everything will be based off of free will. Okay. Yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense because that's the only thing. Because that's what we talked about too, how that's what made us different uh, with the politics was we said that it's whether you like it or not, either way, it's what made America great. It made us free. We had politics that helped support our freedoms, our liberties and rights. With a lot of other countries didn't have, but now we see a, uh, a deterioration of that political prop. It, it turned into propaganda and rhetoric today, where like you, we 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 really touched on hard was that it's about the agenda. Whether it's you know it, it's all in your face. It could be the topic of hypothetically transgender, homosexuality, LGBT. It could be. Uh, the the v getting the v jab in your arm whatever it is it's so in your face it's uh it's just it's not anymore about freedom and and your rights it's about actually pretending in the guise of that taking your rights in the end uh, as a as a result instead it's kind of like putting a carrot and on a stick in front of you and um they're pulling in yes. the, they're pulling away our freedoms you know one day at a time slowly uh, gradually so I'm just trying to reiterate everything we talked about because I'm hoping that our the last segment uh, somehow magically pops up, but it probably won't. So uh, it was very good. Mm-mm. It was very good either way, and I feel we could do many more segments on this. Uh, I, I think it's good that we're speed running through it though, because like I said, I don't know if you remember anything from what we had said earlier. I'm trying to think. There's a lot of stuff we touched on, primarily connecting all the dots. And um, now you did you did really good right now. Um, yeah, backing everything up. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Good, because there was you know, and I I kind of elaborated on my story. Like I I'll reiterate that I did personally see MK Ultra. I've experienced certain aspects of it. I don't want to publicly at this point. It probably get taken down anyway. It, ex- express what I had personally seen, went through. Um, experienced i have told jackie she's probably the only person i've ever told my experience and went very deep as uh not sure if this part got recorded or not but she is an actual uh doctor in psychology she this is her field her profession of study she does help people in fact she's helped me tremendously appreciate her and um a lot of her works she's very humble and um Help is willing to give a helping hand. Check her out on social media as well if you wish to add her. I will leave links below in the description 
on the references we talked about in the original podcast, which again has been censored heavily over five times just in one night or six. Um, and on well, Eric Erickson, psychology, the, the, the psychology realm, there was the, um, we had the Milgram test. We had MK ultra. We talked about the Rife machine. I see so many things that's, that's left out now that I, it really, I'm disappointed that um, didn't get put in or take that are now taken out, and that that is just you know I'm glad this happened actually because here's a perfect example and concluding factor of how they treat people who do try to step up and try to when you put that information into words and we're very me and Jack Jackie alike are very articulate and well read on what we know uh, we're not making this up. You can hear the, the reasoning and logic in our voice, um, and the passion and our compassion in our heart. We, we obviously have experienced this. We know what we're talking about. And uh, in, that is too much, apparently, for the airwaves. Because uh, some people who don't ha- know it, we talked about people can be very, through domina- domination, uh, can, can be swayed one way or another. And yeah, we come off as somewhat of a dominant authority on these topics you could call us like a, a prophet and prophetess in these times at this point and i'm sure there's a lot of people who claim these type of things but and i'm not trying to brag or say we're better than anyone or anything like that but uh this is just you, you some people would say oh they have their third eye open or whatever um no it's just <laughs> it, it's discernment <laughs> you know it's discernment uh and like you said it, that's what the Holy Spirit or whatever energy of God gives those who are blessed, who are what you said, vertical, going up, divine. When you know you're right. the, you, when you know you're divine, you know you're divine, you're, or you're going up, and you know you're enlightened in that regard, right? So you cannot go up by meditating and having your third eye open, people. <laughs> and, and I think that's why people are so miserable because they are chasing. A, a mirage, an illusion of happiness that basically you have to find within yourself, yes. Um, but like you said, I mean, there's not any amount of hours of yoga, breathing techniques, books, and things you can read that are going to help you pull out of that misery or depression. And and that was the main point of this whole podcast. We originally go back to square one where we talked about mental health and mental illness and things like that. And that is what Jackie is uh, particularly uh, is is her profession or her expertise is helping individuals um, through that. And and a lot of times in this day and age, and I've worked with clients myself in a different realm of nutrition and health in your body. um, I've worked with that too and seen it in many cases, but she could definitely tell you more on, the, the, the psychoanalyst analytical side of things. Um, so there's that. And we talked about that. We talked about Biden. There's another topic that was left out, how she was mentioning how they can use these people that uh, really don't d- deserve to be there. They're selected and they put these people in positions of power. And um, so there's, there's that aspect of it. Um, it. It all ties in together that you know 
we, you know me as a solutions kind of guy. I've said that before. If you can afford to get land, a lot of people say buy gold and silver and all this. And you, you mentioned how we're going into a new banking system. We're going into a whole new avenue of credit score, control, facial recognition, AI technology. We talked about the Lucacros, which is a chip. People are getting injected in their skin for, I guess, some more added top layers of um, control and manipulation. Um, some people call that the mark of the beast. I'm sure there's very many aspects of a mark of the beast um, in the, in that regard, whether it's just a chip, CBDC, which is a new banking system, could be cryptocurrency, it could be... Um, look at social media, all these different things they have us so distracted by when really the solution. Well, some... Eric, you know, what's the good thing about the, about the Lucifer's? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this There's is, a good uh, thing. This is kind of like why they were working on our uh, immunity or breaking down our immunity. Mm -hmm. They're having a lot of issues. Let me just say this. This is very important when it comes to this technology. Mm -hmm. They're having a lot of issues with this technology. Oh, no, God made us perfect, God. It's breaking down. They're having a problem keeping these digital tattoos on our skin. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they're having a lot of issues. It, it, our skin won't just take this thing. Mm -hmm. It keeps keeps breaking up. It keeps uh, causing scarring. It wears out. Like, there's all kinds of issues happening wow. with this technology. Oh, no, it's not just, it's not that easy. And this is why they're working, like I said, on destroying our immunity. Okay, so the immune, immunity, your immune system uh, is first. And, like, we don't want to go too far into it and even say the word, but everyone knows the V, the V, uh, mm -hmm. you were talking about that, also can cause, I guess, your blood vessels to uh, coagulate and be like a glue within your veins, which can cause heart attack and all kinds of stuff, as well as your immune system, which we talked about. Yes. Um, and so you're saying... So that is, it, it's essential for them to, to destroy your immune system in order for this technology to even stay on your skin. Because remember, the mark of the beast, it's not going to be under the skin. It has to be visible. Literally, it has to be visible. Mm, so it's mm. definitely going to, I suggest that people really do some research on Lucifer's and the, the, you know, the, 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 the technology about it so, so they can understand what's really going on. So yes, mark of the beast will be visible. It's not going to be underneath the skin. It'll be on top of the skin, which means it will be a digital tattoo. Mm. Digital tattoo, yeah. I see. Which, you know, you do see the social engineering in that too, that nothing has been more cool in this day and age than getting tattoos in general. Mm -hmm. I, I do have yeah. a tattoo. I was young when I got it and... um but I've never seen like more people are willing to get tattoos than I've ever, I've ever seen like growing up. Uh, it's, it's almost like getting a cup of coffee now. It's like, Oh, you don't have a tattoo, which is, you know, it's pretty amazing to think. Yes. Uh, and that's, that's in fact what they said uh, uh, during the world economic forum. I think I posted that on my page where that woman is talking and she, that's exactly what they said. Oh, it's going to be easy. Just what you just said right now. Mm 
Mm-hmm. She said, oh, it's going to be easy. Look at all these young people. They all want to get tattooed. Mm-hmm. Wow. It will be so easy for us to to get them to, to take this, you know, since they're so used to and they love getting tattoos. And it'll be the best thing ever to sell to the young people. Yeah, just get a digital tattoo. <laughs> Not a microchip. I'm, yeah, it's... she was talking about that. It's so funny. I, I forgot her name, but yeah, yeah, that was during the World Economic Forum. It's just so crazy. She was one of the speakers. Because I, I just, I just put that together and connected the dots. It makes sense, and it's funny because I'm on your, uh, on your Facebook, and if anyone wants to check her out, it's Jackie Wellington. I'm going to leave links in the description. She's got some amazing information. Y'all should truly check out. Um, she posted four days ago. A man is determined to be an alien <laughs> at all costs, and he's. Basically, what you're talking about, he's completely tattooed from the head to toe, all over his mm-hmm. face. His eyeballs are even tattooed. It looks like, and I have no clue what mm-hmm. happened. What happened to his nose? His nose is gone. His ears are gone. He's got a reptilian tongue, green tongue. Wow, I don't even. He's modified his entire body. Um, so you can check that out. Uh, I've never seen this one. It's just interesting. Uh, looks like a. He kind of looks like that skull guy. I forget his name. Um, it's like Death Rider or something like that. Basically, a, a human skull man um, that rides a bike and he's got fire all over him. It's probably what he's trying to be like. Um, looks like it looks like a human skeleton of some sort, and he's tattooed all from head to toe. Now, you know, you go to some individual like this, Jackie. Do you not think that he wouldn't get the tattoo you're talking about? You know, you know why wouldn't? Yeah, he? exactly. It would, it would be really cool. I mean, why wouldn't you? I would too if I had all these tattoos and oh, this is the mark of the beast tattoo. It's going to become very cool to do things like that, you know. When um, we know this is a complete mental illness, this is complete deterioration. This is right. This is the kind of people we lock up, and you know, it, it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Not accepting yourself. That that's the, the part of the therapy uh, is accepting yourself. Yeah, yeah. And and this is the the opposite of that. Yeah, it's an inversion, really, because they're saying it's inversion. It's inversion. Yes. Only the reason I say that is because they're saying not saying don't accept yourself, but they're saying accept this version of yourself, and then you can be confident. So. For example, if I wore a dress and makeup and, and I put lipstick and nails on, nail polish, now I'm accepted and I'm actually cool. In fact, me being brawny and I'm, I'm pretty a healthy, strong indiv- individual, maybe don't have as many tattoos, I'm clean cut, whatever. And like you said earlier, I stand for something. I'm confident, young man. I'm smart, intelligent. I, I work hard. I, I, I actually have it the hardest I've ever had in my life. I don't fit in. I feel very alone. I'm very, it's lonely world at the top um, mm-hmm. in that regard. Yeah. But like I said, if I wore. Because you're not deviant. You're yeah. not perverted. You're normal. Right. If I wore a skirt. Yeah. And walked around like this, you know, I, it, I would fit in. It's like, oh, life comes back to me. But is life all about social peer pressure and, and uh, you know, fitting in, you know? And that's where you got to ask yourself, am am I strong? And that's what the true test is today, Jackie, is can you handle 
solidarity in your, within yourself, be comfortable in your own skin, these things. That, to me, is true confidence. And so we have a different inversion test that we have to go through as well, like you said. Um, yes. You know. Yes. You could say, what did you call it? You were saying about them crucifying or not, you know, Christians have been persecuted, persecuted. Um, persecuted, yes. And, and that's in a sense, it's a social. Ostracized. Ostracized. Yeah. Not, even beaten up, physically attacked. Yes. Right. Yeah. Scrutinized, vilified, um, not just not mm-hmm. not you know, fit in where your circle is. And, and like we talked about family get togethers, you can't even talk about politics, religion, or sexual orientation. It, it creates that divide you talked about. Um, yes. So where there's no thin line, it's like, it's creating a divide where now we're, we're seeing fights. Like I can look up anything on YouTube right now and, um, or whatever topic, and you can find just about anything. Some guy, jumps an old man and beats him up and you could probably look this up and there probably is something like that along those lines you could look up anything you know uh, a, a boy kicks his mom down the stairs any i mean anything just weird um you probably see it that it that it's happening right now out there somewhere um and it's- no i mean if we look at the past and uh, uh anybody can check into this i don't care no but seriously cross-dressing was considered a mental illness was considered oh yeah a deviation was right. considered perversion was something we treated yeah you know cross-dressers yeah uh now uh, you like i said now it's that mud the horizontal mud that i was talking about anything yeah. goes yeah it's accepted in fact you're if you're not not according to those standards you're not normal there's something wrong with you right. if you don't want to paint your nails if you don't want to put on a lipstick if you don't i mean it's we're living in an upside down world yeah. and it's very obvious, like it's not uh, part of conspiracy or anything. Yeah, it's they're pushing that it, that agenda. It's clearly in your face. That's what I was saying. Is you can't, it, you almost have to completely remove logic and reasoning in order to completely ignore such a a, a thing that's blatantly in your face. Like you know, uh, like like I said earlier, that got cut off was. That if the fi- if the actual sky was f- truly falling, meteorites and all of it, fire and brimstone on Earth, there would be a group of people that literally right now would say, "No, everything's fine. It's a beautiful day out, and everything's fine in fine and day. Right. Like literally, in that aspect, same logic, same reasoning. They would have the exact same. I mean, you know, talk to uh, encourage your audience to talk to young people, like young parents, like things that they need to understand what's happening in a school and educational system. They need to they need to see the real struggle where these uh, parents are faced with the literally either take your kids out of the school or subject them to a little Satan's club. Right. Uh, there was a there was a, a school in a, I I think it was in Idaho or I, I, maybe Kentucky. I don't know what state it was. Right. But yeah. parents were told that all the other after school uh, uh, groups, organizations, whatever, were busy, and that the only option they had is to the satanic uh, church. That they were willing to come and entertain the kids. After the, you know, um, like a school after program or whatever. Now imagine uh, dealing with that. That's crazy. You know. Yeah. 
And, and, and still denying and saying, no, there's no agenda, there's nothing. No, people, it's right in your face. So that's what I'm saying. Talk to young, talk to young parents. Talk, talk to, I was watching, uh, I saw it on Instagram where this grandpa mm -hmm. uh, went to uh, kindergarten because the, the little boy complained that day after day they were putting him in a dress. Wow. Like, so seriously. the grandpa went there and he was like, uh, we need to talk about this. Why are you putting my grandson? Why are you putting dress on him? Mm -hmm. well, what are you doing? And then she got very offended and she was like, well, you, you don't need to be talking to me that way. You need to be talking to his uh, teacher or whatever. And, you know, he, he was very upset. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't be? Well, you... Why would you do that to a child? Why would you put a dress on a little boy? Yeah, I remember. Or a skirt. Yeah, that's what I was saying is that fine line between why not just let a kid be a kid and an adult be an adult. Because uh, what I told you earlier said, uh, you according to United Nations, it said children must have sexual partners, says United Nations. You invited a global unmasking and worldwide operation normalizing pedophilia through primary education. May 6th, they will review a shocking evidence report shows how United Nations World Health Organization is instructing uh, instructing elementary school worldwide, teach little children how to masturbate, use pornography, practice oral sex, have homosexual mm -hmm. relationships. According to these guidelines, teachers should ensure children have sex partners to begin with sex as young as possible. You will see evidence of this global agenda to normalize pedophilia in society. This happens on May 6, 2023. Yes, and we were... Remember, we were saying that they're going to normalize pedophilia and everybody was saying, no, that's just a conspiracy yeah. theory. You're anti-gay, right. you're anti-LGBT. And I was like, no, I'm telling you it's going to happen. They will normalize pedophilia. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I mean, and they did. You're seeing it. I mean, they, they're gradually look when they have LGBT, whether people like it or not, or whatever, say it's you. It's almost like they get upset for not being allowed to be nude in front of little children and toddlers and things like that. Like, like I mean, come on. Where, where's the reasoning in that? Like, so, I mean, I don't know. So I should just, what if Did I went. Did you see this guy? He was the actual drag queen. Like, yeah, yeah. Performer. I think, he, yeah. He's a... I think I know what you're talking about. Is that the one where he, he, uh, he he's a full, he's in there doing the stripping and the, the, um like the twerking and all that stuff to the little kids? Like no, no. He actually oh. came out and spoke on the behalf oh. of the parents and called, no, he called the truth. He was like, uh. why can you, I'm a drag queen. I'm a performer. Uh -huh. Can you please explain to me? I have a problem with this. Why would you want a guy like me who everybody knows what the drag queen shows are about? We, we simulate sex acts. That is part of my job. That's what I do. I'm a performer. Why would you want someone like myself to read the books to your children? Give me a logic behind that. And I'm speaking as a drag queen. No, he literally came out and said that. Mm -hmm. Wow. A drag queen came out and said that. He said, I don't understand. Why would you want a drag queen to read books to your kids? 
Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you doing that? Well, see, I never seen that one. That's different to me. I've never seen that. Oh wow, that was yes. Yeah, a lot of them are coming out saying, "I have a problem with this." Right. I'm a gay, and I have a problem with this. Oh, a lot of them are coming out. Right. A lot of them are coming out saying this is wrong. So this you... is this is not what LGBT is about. This is not what gay rights are about. Leave the children out of it. Wow. Yeah, there's a huge dichotomy of just so many different little micro wars going on. Jackie, it's hard to keep up with when, you know, social media and technology making things move so fast. It's hard to, there's just so much going on. Yeah, and then he was also saying, and and he did a great job when he compared, he said, would you want a stripper to read a, a, a book to your children or a porn star? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you bring? Why are you? Why? Why do you have drag queens read books to your kids? Mm-hmm. Can you explain that to me? No, that no, that was actually the drag queen speaking. So we're seeing, yeah, like you said, the micro wars. We're seeing the the gods speaking through these people, the Holy Spirit speaking through these people. Even though we don't agree with their lifestyle, or some agree, whatever, yeah. but we're seeing goodness. We're seeing their, you know, the. They're, they're speaking out, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to abuse and subjecting kids to, you know, sexual, like they're speaking out. They're like, no, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be part of this. Dang, no, wow. I don't agree. As, uh, that's on a positive note. I, I think right. that's something positive that, you know, we can talk <laughs> about. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good to have some positive key points. That's for sure. Cause. It it isn't all doom and gloom. I think, like we said, I said, if there is a God or Creator that's doing all this in the hand of God, uh, there's like what I say. I call it the inevitable serendipity. So if it's inevitable, it's going to happen this way. Tomorrow, someone gets hit by a train. Someone gets beat up. Someone gets killed, or someone has a promotion. Someone gets a lot of money. Someone gets spiritual enlightenment. Maybe they find God within themselves. Whatever, it's inevitable. It's serendipitous. It works out for everybody in every event. Now, so if that being said, if you believe in God and that everything works out uh, in his divine plan or this divine plan, then, yeah, there's no real reason to worry or be in fear. The same time doesn't mean that I don't have to have the courage to step up and do something or have courage or, uh, you know fight back when someone's trying to rape me or steal something from me. So, you know, there's those two aspects of it. So everything's happening for a reason, but at the same time, are you ready to take the action? And I think this is why our podcast has gotten knocked off so many times. I got completely permanently banned from TikTok for saying far less than what our conversation tonight has been about. Um, and I was banned because I was going viral. Like I always know I can feel it. I can feel when I'm going viral. I was reaching a thousand and then went to 5,000. And this is young kids watching me because I can be entertaining and it's, we're, we're very succinct type people. You and I, we can communicate things. It's interesting. And there's not a lot of people doing it like this anymore. It's always got some agenda or some goofy thing wrapped around it. So I was teaching the kids literally who were tuning in that, Maybe you have a purpose in life. Divinely, you can learn how to live off the land, that there's things you can do to empower yourself, that you can travel, maybe get out of your city, maybe get out of your state, that you can do things 
that have free like free will like you said to not just be a archon a, a, a turtle in a shell that, that that's locked away in a cage you can be more than that you are more than that and if you lose sight of that it's a very sad moment in in humanity that you lose a part of your soul like you said you lose a part of the essence that gives you purpose and there's no reason why you wouldn't want to commit suicide or be on a bunch of drugs or feel like shit all the time and low self-esteem self-worth why wouldn't you 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 are stuck in a rut you're in a quagmire you can't get out of and the conundrum is like here i'm the guy trying to give you help and solutions and i those same kids will end up vilifying me they'll flip it on me that I'm the bad guy, so, in some sense, because they'll say I'm trans, you know, transferable. Right, because they're giving these false prophets, they're giving these false mm-hmm. promises, like I said, the third eye, you know, meditate right. yep. and find the God within you, and then they yep. show them this. This is, oh no, again, this is well orchestrated and planned. So they give them this, you know, colorful. I've seen this. Uh, yeah illusions and designs and you know all throughout every time they talk about the third eye and then they show this flow of energy and they show these pictures and <laughs> yeah. like i said and it's all it's all uh, illusion it's 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 not real yeah it's not real and then they tell them that what they're living through what their the the real state is is fake they literally tell them, I, I've seen some people telling me this is all matrix. We're all part of the main. None of this yeah. is real. Simulation. And it's so sad. It is so sad. I mean, this is, you know, how do we determine, let, let's say, uh, if, if we have like a medical emergency and, uh, you know, I, I have to examine, how, how do I determine that the patient is present, that he's aware, that he's, what are key questions as a doctor that I would ask? Mm-hmm. And how would I get the, the feeling that they're, or even you could call that vital. Just like we measure the, the, the vital, you know, statistic vital signs, like the blood pressure, your heart uh, rate, this is just as important so I would say, I would ask them what day it is, right? I would say, mm-hmm, isn't, mm-hmm. I mean, anyone who ended up in emergency probably went through this. What, what do we ask to determine that you're, you're mentally well? Mm-hmm. What day it is, where you're located, like what's your address? Yeah. Uh, what is your name? What is your age? And just imagine we have now all generations of people who are thinking they're in some sort of matrix, that <laughs> this isn't real. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you're saying there's a realistic reality that it's physically you're here, you're here, you know, and uh, yeah. Right. I see what you're saying. Because some people say they're in the fifth dimension, uh, which is kind of like a spiritual third eye opening uh, revelation that they're like pretty much pie in the sky. They're, they're in the clouds and cloud nine, if you will, which, you know, I'm not saying those people are not, but I mean, what drugs are they on too? I mean, you could be on LSD. Exactly. You know, uh, of course you'd feel like that. No, see, that's what I'm saying. If I had a patient like that, if, if a patient, if, like, like I said, if, if, I, if I'm called and it's an emergency and they tell me they don't know where they live, 
uh, they don't know what their name is. They don't know what the date is. You know, they let's say they'll say, oh, it's 1954 or whatever. Well, that's a code red. That's or code blue. I need to. They need to be. You know, they need to. It, I see a problem there. There's a detachment with their reality. Right. right. That's not. And not like I said, this is without the emergency. <laughs> But, yeah. You know, we have these people that are completely lost touch with the reality. They're thinking they're in some sort of matrix. But, but see, they're, so none of it is real around them. And they're polarizing it to an extreme where if we had duality 50-50, that Jackie's way of living is, is realistic this way. But on their end of it, it's their way is just as realistic because they believe it. So you have those two aspects of it that... I, we can't argue who's right or wrong because, well, let's say you're sober and you're healthy and you're mentally stable. Well, they're not. And there's a whole collective group. So, again, it doesn't matter your logic and reasoning next to the itology, which is just the basic average of what what outweighs what. Um, and say they outweigh us uh, in that regard. So say 60 percent of people or so believe we are in a simulation. Well, therefore, it all of a sudden becomes almost a fact, a factor to reality. This right. Is, you see right. what I'm saying? Even if you're right, if you're right and they're wrong, it doesn't matter when that's the itology. The itology is the average. 80% now believes we're in a simulation and that aliens are... Right, and that's you know, what they're teaching them. That's the yeah. false teaching, the false prophets. And they're also, like I said, the third eye. Open your third... And right. then what? What's going to happen when you open your third eye? Yeah. Well, who and knows? They, have, they, they, they have no response to that. See, we're not teaching them, be creative, go out there and paint, go go make a sculpture, go right. grow a garden, go. You know, I, I, that's I agree. real. I agree. I, I said that to somebody. I was like, all right, so you made it to the fifth dimension and all this and that. Now what? <laughs> now what? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, what the hell now? What are you talking about? You're not ascending somewhere. You're not teleporting to, like, you be- You wouldn't believe how many people are still thinking this. Uh, they bought into a scam, Jackie. It's a scam. They've bought into a, uh, some sort of a hoax that, I guess it gives people, people are looking for hope. People are looking for... It's satanic. Eric, we're watching the Adam and Eve, the whole scenario. What what did the <laughs> snake, the reptile say? You're going to be like God. Take from the fruit of the uh, tree, right. right? Yeah. The forbidden... You're going to be... That's what you're watching. They're all walking around saying they're gods and goddesses. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the satanic agenda. That's the, that's the you know, uh, the same scenario. We're watching the same thing. From yeah. the Garden of Eden. So it's kind of reflecting back onto man again. Uh, the greatest, yes. greatest yeah. story ever told, as they say, the greatest story ever told. It's kind of the same. Yeah, take take from the fruit of knowledge. Isn't that what the reptile said? You're gonna you're gonna become like God. And yeah, God said, and no, don't 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 be ashamed. I'm giving you everything. He didn't even cover them. They were naked. They were naked. Right, yeah, it's what in our in our divine form we were okay to be naked because we didn't have yes we had innocence yes. and not shame, right? So I guess when we knew we saw ourselves and felt ashamed and had to put clothes on or you know whatever, like you know 
And I think they're trying to go back to that. That's why, like I said, those, those transgender community, they want to be naked around the kids. So in a sense, they're wanting to bring us back to that, that it's okay to be you know, nude or whatever, which, you know, I have nothing against that aspect of it. But when you're going out in a huge community like society and you're walking around naked, it's just, it's not going to really fit in. It's not going to work, you know, um, that that's a good way to get a girl, a little girl raped, you know, or something, you know, if you got, a, if you had little girls walking around downtown here in the strip or street corner naked, you know, that's going to cause a lot of, uh, you know, red flags as you right, say because god made our bodies our our anatomy biologically our bodies are designed for pleasure no god purposely created our body so we can enjoy sex right it's it's it's, it's again that's another thing but god didn't make that not pleasurable no he wanted us to enjoy that but right. not with the kids. He, like I said, God is very clear. I mean, male, female, it's, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. And, uh, yeah, so he made that pleasurable. He, he, he didn't, you know, we're not suffering mm -hmm. when we're having sex. We're enjoying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean... not with the little children and you know, the perversion that that's going on. And like, yes, you're watching, you're watching the, the greatest story ever told. Like you said, you're watching it play right in front of your eyes. That's what they're telling them. They're going to become goddesses and they're going to become gods. And they're walking around saying, oh, we're going to become goddesses and gods. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Right. I mean, it's you're all... not going to ascend. Right. It's all subjective with a bunch of words because, you know, you're assuming and speculating any of these things anyway, you know, that there's gods and goddesses and, you know, even with aliens and angels, whether someone believes in them or not, you know, it, it doesn't merit right now. I mean, I don't, I'm not worried about walking down the street and getting, you know, hit by an alien or abducted. It it could happen, but I, my, my whole life, why would I worry about that? I've never seen that happen. It's never happened to me. It doesn't pertain to my life right now. Like it doesn't, right. you know, right. so why am I, there's people who spiritualize off this shit. Like they spiritualize off of it. Like that it's going to happen. Like they're living in fear that it's, it's going to certainly happen one day, you know, and that causes stress and that causes people, like you well, say, mental paranoia and psychosis, you know, mm -hmm. which I know, you know, a lot yes, more about, you got it, you got it, you know, and again, like I said, you know way more about all that. I learned a lot from you on all that because you know the psychology. You're an expert in that in that area. And um, I, I can't imagine being in your shoes because you can just you see it uh, and you know it. So and a lot of people don't know that that type of information. But, you know, when you connect the dots because you do know how the mind works, you do know how people are being screwed over, manipulated, and what have you, um, you know, it, it makes it kind of laughable. Like, you, how do you take this stuff serious? And, like, you want to help everybody, but you, it's like you've unlocked the cage with the keys. You give the keys to the prisoner, and they say, lock me back up, Jackie. Why are you doing this? Lock me back up. I want it in my cage. And you're like, really? And this is everybody. This is collective, 
like 78 this is collective yes you know it's on a grand scale yes it's collective collective madness yeah so i mean yes what what merit does this podcast even have at that point you know that's where we're at literally um at this point we're just preaching to the choir or I'm on a soapbox, or there might be one single person who ends up watching this or listening to this and says, wow, what this Eric and Jackie person is saying makes a total lot of sense. And, you know. Oh, don't underestimate the power of God. No, it, it has bearings. So it's important that we got on and that we talked about this. It will reach audience one so, way or another. So you think we're intervening or God is intervening through us like a vessel in a sense? No. Absolutely. No, it's in the Bible. God says that he wants warriors, not the lukewarm people. No, right. it's in the Bible. God says, I don't want, if you're lukewarm, Meaning if you're not, if you're not a warrior and see, that's another thing that's also been uh, uh, twisted and a, a lot of Christians are having a problem with turn the other cheek. That's a for, form of a uh, um, submission and uh, uh, also um, how would I put this? Um, they, well, it's the wrong teaching. No, no, God didn't say, turn. no, God wants us to be warriors. God wants us to defend ourselves. God didn't say, he literally said, if somebody slaps you in the face, turn the other cheek. But he didn't say, turn the other cheek if someone's trying to inject you with B or, you know, uh, rape your children. No, you're supposed to be warrior. You're supposed to, <laughs> look at all the angels. Yeah. Look yeah. at all the bloodbath. Every one of them carried a sword. Look yeah. at the paintings. Look at the frescoes. You, you see a bloodbath. You see the, the heads and limbs cut off. And you see the, the blood and the gore. Mm -hmm. you, nobody was like, oh, no, that's okay. Yeah, just go ahead and hit me and just kick me and inject me and do you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so that's another deception grand right. deception right yeah turn the other cheek no that that literally means if somebody slaps you yeah if somebody just slaps you turn the other cheek but if somebody's trying to put a uh, your your son in a dress or cut off your daughter's breast and convince her that you know she's a boy and not a girl no, you don't turn the other cheek. You fight for God's sake. No, you take the sword and you fight. Yeah. And that's again, that's in the Bible. God wants warriors. I don't want you to be lukewarm. Yeah. I don't need you. Either either you're gonna be fully immersed in faith and my warrior and and fight for me, or or don't. Don't even mention my name. God doesn't say he's gonna hate you. He just says don't bring up my name. If you're not going to be a warrior, then don't bring up my name. But I don't need you to be lukewarm. Right. So people need to understand that mm -hmm. and not have a problem with wanting to be warriors. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Because that's a deception. Mm -hmm. Turn the other cheek. No, you don't turn the other cheek. Right. When it comes to warfare, you have a sword of truth. You know, yes, it's um, uh, all the armor and yeah, 
you know. But that's what they want him to think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's in the Bible, turn the other cheek. Mm. No, it's not. God never said that. Yeah. That's what we were talking about with the different... That's why I was saying I did the Hallelujah show for years. I mentioned that and how they removed that account. It was A-Rock Yahoo Israel. It was my Hebrew name. I read the entire the Torah from the front to back, from Paleo, Aramaic, Hebrew to English. And all of those, I mean, because you can imagine there was hundreds of episodes because I literally read the entire Bible from front to back, live on Facebook. And would you believe, of course, they permanently banned that entire account. And I don't even remember what reasoning. They had no reasoning. They just did it. And uh, so I only reached those people who viewed it, which, you know, it would actually was a popular show. It was called Hallelujah Show. And... You know, like you're saying, um, fighting with the sword and this and that, um, you know, that was the, I guess that was offensive, especially if I did that show now today, I guess I probably would be immediately blocked and wouldn't be able to even do it. I don't know, apparently, because I can't even have a podcast with you right now. But um, yeah, I thought I'd mention that again because it got got taken out that a lot of people don't realize that I read all the whole Bible. That was my whole goal or mission was like, I'm going to read the entire Bible on Facebook live. Cause in fact, I thought more people would have done that, but I, I don't see anybody else doing that. And it kind of shows you because actually I was going against the church. I said, I left the church and I wanted to know what the, what this prove God exists. That's what my initial initial uh, goal was. And by reading it in Paleo Hebrew, because like you're saying, the transliteration is different than the English. Uh, when you look at like King James, there's been hundreds of revisions, this and that and the other. You go back to the Septuagint Bible, uh, that's considered one of the oldest. You have the Gnostic Bibles, Sophia and that whole story. But there's another one I, I wanted to talk about, but I forgot the name of it. And I don't know the name of that book. It's supposed to even be older and not very many people have heard of it. But in either way, um, like you're saying, the, the merit of the spirit still stays alive. But then they can add, like you said, turn the other cheek. These are mistranslations of what the Hebrew would have been or what originally was said anyway. And so these kings could just revise it and put whatever the hell they wanted. I mean, they could basically say they don't like this this little county over here. All right, well, just, just kind of take this out of... Uh, you know, revelations and throw this in there that 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 little town and city, it gets destroyed by the hand of God. It just meteorites come in and in, in flames of fire, take out the cities and the government, right. the like government could do it. Tooth for a tooth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then they, the government could do it, you know, like the government would the kings at the time, kings and queens that wanted the magistrate wanted to do something they could use the bible in any way as a tool for evil uh, teaching hatred in the name of god uh, essentially you know and um, yes yes you know i mean isn't that like that guy from florida that did that with the the kool-aid preacher who he killed like 80 he murdered 80 people in the name of god it was or there's 80 sons and daughters there was uh there was plural consenting wives uh consenting wives it was more of a cult, I think it was. I forget the name of that that cult, but it was a cult, basically, and it wasn't too far, too long ago. And you know, they used the Bible to uh, basically, I guess, uh, extort a bunch of people and um, 
you know, ha- I guess have like a commune. The guy had like sexual intercourse with many wives, and um, you know, there was eight, yeah, there was eighty six sons and daughters, kids, and they all were. Uh, they had like guns and stuff drawn and you know that's just how extreme it can get you know and the on the on the opposite side but then that tells you then that's that surely he's not the god that you're talking about you know spiritually no so so you can see you don't even need the book you don't even need words you don't even need a badge or a label entitlement you can see through people's actions their fruits or whatever the their 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 you know if you was it faith without works is dead and things you know like that like uh you know you'd be better off being authentic like what we're doing right here see this is authentic this won't get very much sponsorship or ad time i won't get paid a lot of money to promote some I- ideology like this we won't uh, you know be popular it won't get it won't be a famous or popular thing to do um like you said, in the world aspect, uh, you know, if we were, if we were Hollywood right now and we had this podcast, you know, what would they care, you know, when they're doing their own thing? So there's some people I think are too far gone or like you, you had said earlier about the vessel, like there's some people that are just innately born that way and they die that way. It's kind of like an archon. I I call them like ghost people. They're not ever going to have a soul. They're not there. It's not, like in the demiurge, you know, uh, some people could say demonic entity. It makes you wonder, like, are they even real? You know, um, I call it AI soulless beings, <laughs> basically robots, you know. So I don't know. It, it is a spicy world out there. It's crazy. And I'm glad we touched on a lot of it. I'm so I'm just so disappointed that uh, the first portion of this didn't get recorded because it was epic to say the least and probably should do uh, more segments like this eventually I, I think we pretty much nailed everything Jackie as far as the overview of things um, and I'm sure we can touch on, on more details you have an amazing amount of research on your uh, social media as well I noticed you had stuff on uh, pet- petrification even on on statues and people turning in statues and really interesting stuff about giants and nephilim and all kinds of stuff. Like I said, you're a wealth of information that I've never seen anything uh, online like a lot of the stuff you talk about. But you but you read the book of Enoch, so you know that's there. Oh no, right. they were petrified when they say when in the Bible when they say stoned. Right. That's exactly why we use the same word when you're high. Yeah, (laughs) because you're literally stoned. stoned. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes total sense. Like it does. And the way you connect the dots to that, it it makes a a whole lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. And I and I did read all the Enoch and uh, the Apocrypha. There's 24 books that were banned, Jackie, from the uh, Vatican's perspective that are really crucial books that if you read those books and I even said that and that may have been what took my account away there were certain books that I would read that literally like Apocrypha in particular literally prophesized everything we're currently living in like these books directed almost like a roadmap. if you read it you would know what you're living in currently it was so crazy it was like almost surreal that I was reading it and this was right before COVID happened too so uh, it was almost like an omen that 
as soon as I said this, it was like I, I was definitely, like you said, God was using me as a, a prophet or some holy man because as soon as I said all this stuff and reading all of it, boom, it was like they, they took that account away. I was pretty much dead from it. Um, and then COVID happened and everything's gone spiraling out of out of control since. And I couldn't even have a downtime to do hallelujah show anymore and do like I did back then where I was able to read it. People could sit and listen to it and enjoy it. Times were so much calmer back down. Now, if I did it, I, you wouldn't, you'd be talking to the wall. There's no one who could actually listen and like absorb it or sink in it, sink in, you know? Um, no, they would, they would prevent you. They would, they, no, you would never get that. Well, yeah, because if you did it, you'd be talking right. Like I would almost be like a newscaster that it would be so with the times if I did, if I, if I wrote, if I read the book of Enoch or Apocrypha, it would be crazy uh, for sure. I, I have all those books. I, like I said, I used to sell, I, I didn't sell it. It was, if anyone donated, I'd send them, uh, if they did the shipping, I'd send them these books. I literally sent out more of those hallelujah Bibles, which is, the, I consider the most accurate version of the Bible because it was Aramaic paleo to English. Uh, anyone can get it, get a hallelujah Bible. You'll see it's very simple. It's very succinct and it's the closest to the Hebrew tongue transliteration. So I consider it one of the most accurate. Some people may argue that, but there were other, there were other theologians who agreed that it's one of the most accurate just because of that. And you'd think someone would have done that by now. Uh, like a, there is the messianic Bible, which is Jewish, uh, or I think it's more Hebrew, some other transliteration though. I don't know. And regardless, um, I, I read that even, even in parts of Hebrew, like I was in the Hebrew tongue and, um, the wording, cause I, I don't know Hebrew completely, but I knew how to pronounce a lot of the words. And it was an interesting, it was an interesting take on it, on it, uh, back then, but, and it was getting ground. There was starting to get a lot of people interested, mainly in the Christian realm, but you know what? The the worst thing it brought me down probably and reported the most by was the church. It wasn't people who were evil or Satanist. It was the church people, amazingly, who wanted to take that show. Mm -hmm. How do you? How about that? You know, seriously. Uh -huh. Because I was basically yeah. teaching and guiding people to not go to church on Sunday. I said, stay home, listen to this Hallelujah show. You don't need to listen to me. Here, I'll send you this book. You read it yourself. That's what. I told them that I was very vociferous about it, very outspoken and would, would do that, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, apparently I really stepped on someone's toes, like elders and people, community in the church did not like that at all, period. And that, no, no, so why would they? That's, yeah. that's how powerful they are. Um, cause obviously they can just get my entire account taken down like that. So, and, that, and it probably went up to the Vatican who control everything in that sector and that realm and, I was very hard on them. They know who I am. I've directly uh, pointed out and, and targeted the black Pope and the white Pope and expressed who those people are and what they are about. Most people never got an education about who those people are, you know, and they're very important people in the spiritual community world. They control. Oh, I would totally support you. I'd be like, yes, listen to it is don't go to church that's what i would oh, say oh i'm telling you i i have to pull up some of those episodes and send them to you because you'd just be blown away how crazy i sounded i was very extreme very outspoken and uh i had to tone it down that's why i don't do any of that stuff today because uh 
Well, I, I've changed a lot, but also in the sense that, like I said, do I want my account to be just taken over again and taken out? Because it's going to happen. I, I, I could like I'm talking to you right now and then all of a sudden just all my videos, all my photos, all my quotes, everything. I It's like my journal. It's just like turn it, burn it, burn it down. It's like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? What's the point of me throwing all that away? And, you know, I don't know. I guess that you got to subtly tell them there's no way to subtly do it. That's the thing. And like we were talking about, I'm very outspoken. You're very courageous and outspoken. We, it's about the way we talk. We're speaking through the heart, what we're doing right now. This is different. This is totally real. And that is what's different than say a paid preacher that gets on YouTube channel. that has got 500,000 views. They're phonies, okay? They are, you know, they get 500 million views, whatever. Uh, Joel, o Joel Osteen, these people, like, they're not actually teaching you anything. They're not telling you any solution. They're not, they're giving you a bunch of flim-flam, fabricated, wishy-washy, flim, uh, crap, you know, basically. Um, that, and I mean, it's just as equivocal as the new age movement and the third eye and the spiritual chakra alignment, realignment BS. It's the same thing. You're not actually telling people to see what we're saying. People are too lazy to do. They're not going to do what we're talking about. Cause like I had a video it was three hours long telling people, Stop going to work. Stop paying your taxes. Stop going to church. Let's get into a community. Get together now. Uh, grow gardens, urban gardens. If we have to get out of the country and, and be a real unit. I taught that years ago, way long before any of this stuff happened. And again, nobody cared for one. And I kept getting banned too. And there's just no community that would actually do that. Again, lack courage very lazy. Most people are very lazy. Most people don't care. So I just said, the heck with it. I'll do it on my own. I'll do it with my family. And you have a small crowd. You have a real small, you know, people. I mean, I have people who would probably do it. You know, it'd be a handful. Um, and then my bigger audience are the ones that when I, I just say, screw it and do whatever you want and do what you will. And uh, that seems to be definitely the more popular uh, approach, agenda, or mess message. And that's okay, Ari, because that's in the Bible too. Many, yeah. many will be called, few will answer. Okay, right. so that's, yes, we're not, you know, we can try to save them, but most likely we won't be able to. Yeah, yeah. that's in the Bible. I guess it's the thought that counts. I don't know. Um, you know, but then me having to do my own actions too, like you were saying, like going out to live off the land or this or that, the other, because may actually get to that point. I don't live in fear today at all. I'm ready for whatever happens. I'm going with the flow. And I've had more blessings than ever, really. While a lot of people are struggling, I really can't complain at any aspect of it. Um, I got plenty of food. Um, I got plenty of resources for whatever it is I need to do. I'm not really like struggling and I don't, you know, when you say knock on wood or whatever, I, I, I consider myself a decent human being person in general. And so I don't have that guilt or shame ever. I sleep good at night. 
So I can be happy with that. That to me, I've been on the receiving end too, on the opposite angle where, you know, I've lived through life and I've seen some difficulties and tough times and people and, and made many mistakes and failures. In fact, could be considered an ugly failure myself. Um, but I've learned a lot through all that to know what not to do next time, you know, in, in general. So, um, and that's okay. We'll live and we'll learn. We, we mm-hmm. fall down. We pick up, you know, it's okay. Right. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You got to forgive yourself. Yeah. You got to learn to forgive yourself and forgive others. It's difficult. I, I have that pride issues probably with myself, but you can only take so much too. And someone is a bully or abusive or toxic. Some people say, and they, they constantly are beating on you or hitting you down the stairs or maybe even really violent and abusive. You got to step up. Like you said, don't just turn the other cheek. I'm at the point I'll choke you out. I don't give a crap. Get the hell away from me. I will fuck you up. (laughs) I'm just being real. Like I, I have no problem. No, and that does not. No, and like I said, God wants that from you. He doesn't want you to turn the other cheek and just take the abuse. Yeah. No. Be a walking mat, and like a lot of these. That's what the Christian community actually promotes. You know, um, to just basically be a beta simp, turn the other cheek, and be a walking mat sheep on the ground and. I don't see where any logical reason you would be like that. That's totally, as a man supposed to be a man and not not feminine in na- that type of nature. But you're seeing that more and more being taught, you know. Um, and yeah, so they never rise up. So they'll never, you know, they'll never revolt. They'll never, they'll just take the abuse and, you know, be like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. I don't, uh, I guess I, 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 you know, I, I can live off of uh, whatever they call it, social income. Right. It's okay that I'm spied on. It's, uh, you know, all these abuse. It's okay that I, you know, I have to take this uh, visa so I can keep my job. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll never rise up. You keep them like that where they're like, that's the part of, the, again, that's the part of the mind control. Yep. Turn the other cheek. Yeah, that's what we were talking about that got cut off too was that, They'll use anything against you, like, so you did something wrong here or there, and then they'll use that guilt on you and uh, to where you got get tied into, you can get, they can get you so deeply cornered where you don't, um, you're, you're, you become a slave to your own mistakes that you made when you're younger or this or that, and, and you've got to do whatever it is they tell you. Like that, and you know, like you'd say, the Illuminati or these people are tied in to money there's a the price to pay with every amount of value and assets that you put onto your life. It's the craziest thing. Yes. You know. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Because so like people who've got a brand new F one fifty truck and it's paid for and they got a house that's five hundred thousand dollar house and this and that. I can guarantee you, there's no doubt in my mind, you got to do some pretty screwed up stuff to. To, to get to this this point. In fact, some people who've got lots, I've said this before and other things, the uh, $2 million house and this and that and the other, like seven cars, whatever. You're probably kill, You're probably out killing people. You're probably doing some really shady shit. You're probably doing some crazy stuff. Uh-huh. That's just the real, yeah. like that's not even an argument. I think even normal people out here know that. Like that's just, because otherwise, how are these people who work really hard, like putting in, two or three jobs doing the same effort 
can't get anywhere near that. It's totally unfair. No, you couldn't get near that. There's nothing you could do. No amount of education could get you there. They got some people so scammed. They're going to community colleges thinking they can do all these things and get somewhere in life. No, you really can't. It's a pie in the sky scam, holy hoax, pyramid scheme, Ponzi you fell for. And I'm sorry you did. Because some people go 10 years for this degree, that degree, and nothing against that. It's great to be educated, whatever. Today's day and age, though, it's merely damn near a, 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 a pipe dream joke on you. A, a foolish um, endeavor. And I, and I hate that because I know I got a lot of youth who listen to me. I don't want to discourage anyone or be, like you said, skeptical. I don't want to be like that uh, in this day and age, especially. Because maybe people are putting money in. That's the one thing they want to invest in is their education and, and doing something with their life. That's great. That should be what you live for. There's no doubt. A career. No, it's okay. It's okay. We need to encourage that. No, kids go to school. You need to be educated. Right. No, you do need to be educated. I I think it's just that the way that everything's going about in the world today, it's if you make like one wrong mistake or move, any direction, it can really affect the outcome of that success or not. Like, I mean, a lot of people look at me and they've seen my story. I got a huge story, but my overview basically is, you know, I've been homeless and I struggled on the wrong path. I ended up going to community college. I got my high school degree, uh, high school diploma. I got uh, kicked out of three different schools because I went down a rough path and, and a crazy upbringing. Um, but always managed like to push forward, even though I didn't think that it was ever going to work out. Ended up doing videos on my business. I started at 19 and uh, selling palm trees and Harvard Dean sees me and, and literally contacts me, asks me if I want to go to Harvard, which is unbelievable. That like is a one in a million. I believe that was God at the time because I had no clue how that could have ever happened for anybody. There's no, I don't deserve that. There's no way. Uh, I'm not even, I didn't even feel like I was even smart enough because I felt like I was a dumb as a box of rocks at the time. And, you know, granted, I ended up the interview. I was in Phi Theta Kappa Honor Society and get accepted to enroll in Harvard. And that just changed my whole life. From there, you know, everything became successful for me, uh, anything I did. And, you know, I always had that positive attitude and outlook that me, I believe Jesus did this or Yeshua, that it was all part of his divine plan to get me out there, give me influence, make make me a spokesperson for something. And I actually used to believe use the devil's tools to build bridges in the angelic bridges in the skies. That was an actual quote of mine. I used to say that all the time that so basically I'm tricking the devil. But I knew there's no way to trick the devil. How do you trick the devil? You know, and you trick people by coming off as the devil in an angelic form. Your initiative is you're doing holy works in the guise of it. I felt I always felt if that was my way to wake up people, then this is how I had to do it. And I've always tried to be very creative with that intent and, you know, turned into a very weird, you know, happening. But at the time, I think, you know, a lot of my business for 10 years, I literally preached the Bible. If you go back on my palm tree videos, I tied in so much of the Bible, God, and, and just all that, you know, light work into my business. 
And, you know, at the time I was very, I was definitely vilified. Like I've had to struggle, Jackie, more than anyone in business. It's been hell. Like anytime I get up, they, knock, they, they would, they knock me right back down every single time. It's just like, you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Had I just, what you said, sold my soul earlier, shoot, would have been really a multimillionaire way earlier, or it would have been a lot easier, you know, and I didn't think about these things back then, you know, now I just go with the flow and everything works out. So I'm, I feel like I'm very blessed and successful. And I wanted to give that hope to all the children and kids and youth. I've always wanted to, I've always wanted that. I used to want to give biz, jobs to them too and uh, teach them. I, I know I've influenced it because I've taught other kid, younger individuals who've come to me. A lot of teenagers come to me and ask me stuff. And I always am very uh, optimistic for them. I try to tell them, start a business. You know, I don't necessarily tell them like a one foolproof plan because I could, I don't, I don't have time to do that. And I could, I could sell that information if I, if anything, but overall I tell them, you go find you a foolproof plan. You go learn how to start a business, learn how to do these things. What, what can you be productive with? What are you good at? What is your talents? What are your initiatives? Your, what do you feel is your purpose? What can you do um, in life? What do you want to do for the next 40 years? You know, why do you want to love your kids? What, who are you? That's a huge one. That is a huge one. Mm -hmm. If I ask him that, yes. most don't even know how to answer that. And most people, believe it or not, have never even been asked that. I, shockingly. A lot of people don't have fatherly figures. People don't have family. So, you know, I, I these people come to me, kid, young kids, little boys and girls, even sometimes more, more so guys would come to me. And I would, I would kind of try to help guide, coach some of them and just tell them, who are you? Why are you here? What, where did you come from? What is, what is, you, what is this all about to you? Really look at these questions and, you know, don't, don't dwell on it. Don't fixate on it. But what can you do to better your life? And what are you willing to create? What are you willing to build to pass on down to your kids? That is golden. That is so crucial. That is so important, Jackie, that... I, I'm shocked. They do not teach that. That is absent from school. That is that is missing. Oh yeah, of course it is. Like I said, because the focus is on sexuality. Like I said. Yeah. What when, when who whoever when did you ever hear anyone talk about Michelangelo and his sexuality? Who the first thing you think about Michelangelo is his sculpture and his art, right? You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, nobody talked about his sexuality. Today, they probably would. They'd be like, right. he's gay. And that's all we would hear about him. Thankfully, right. you know, because it happened in the past, you know, we had something else to talk about. So but to date, nobody would talk about that. Everybody would talk about his sexuality. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's... You know, it's kind of like, well, what's the, what, you know, why does it matter so much? I've said that too before to people, like I said, and, and they had to change their whole community because I was so outspoken on it when I used to say, like, I, I don't care if you're gay and you're, you're trying to hit on me, flirt on me, or you're kissing these, these guys. I said, why is it you can't keep it to yourself? Like, you don't see me with my girlfriend over here, you know, all up in her pants or something in, in front of everybody. Like, I literally am not doing that. And uh, 
you know, in the same sense, why do you have to make such a point that you're gay? You obviously have an agenda because you're so loud and outspoken about something that I truly didn't care about either way. And I'm not judging you. So shut up. Just shut up. You know, and and that's how I felt like I felt that way. I've, I've strongly felt like that for a long time. And I mean, I'm logically and respectfully. I've always been respectful to these people. And I've talked to huge communities where I've, I've expressed that. And they've had to change their ways up because they knew I was calling it out too. Like the way I can call something out, I can make it very apparent and make them look transparent. And so now they're trying to make it where they're, they're not pushing it as much, but then they have more political power, like rights. They have more rights. So they're trying to be logical about it. But they never are because it just doesn't fit. No, there's it's... nothing logical about it. Can yeah. you just imagine if we, if I'm as a straight woman, if I went outside and I'm carrying a, a sign, I love penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like they're acting like victims to it. Then is what you're saying. Like they are victims right. to their own what you would say mental indiscrepancy or mental sickness in a sense. Like, not trying to be disrespectful. No, mental sickness. Right. I, Just I, imagine if straight people like organize right now and, and be like, oh, I love pussy or I love right. penis. Yeah, and I mean, we're going to we could do that. <laughs> we could do that. And I mean, what would happen? You know, in a sense, that's what I started to do in a different subtle way, actually. And a lot of people said they like it. I have. And I mean, I know I can be very extreme. If you've seen any of my work, I know it definitely am way can be way extreme. Um, but it definitely has a creative expression to it. Why I do everything is very meticulously handcrafted to a bigger picture that maybe a lot of people don't see down the road. Later, end up seeing what my initiative was, what I was doing. And like, oh, I put the, the big piece to the puzzle together. I get it. And, and one of the things they, they call it red pill and that's what I've been promoting, and it's very, very, very uh, not liked. And the way I have to promote it for today's day and age, I have to be very in your face with it. And one of the things I have to do is, uh, you know, basically teach how women are wired and how men are wired. And see, so my message already is disconnected because they're not trying to push that agenda at all. And here I'm over here telling you how, how, how women works and how you you. you you know, a woman wants a resourceful man and wants safety and security, wants a out what they call alpha male. She's she is attracted to that, whether we're talking in a spiritual sense, in a godly sense or whatever. This is a psychological sense. That's what she wants, uh, you know, um, to feel safe, secure, all this stuff. And so I broke this down before and see how can that fit in an agenda where they're trying to say, well, Stephen Frank, you know, are wanting to get married together, see? And I'm over here promoting, hey, young young men, to this is how women work. And the, the thing is when you express how women work, it's like they have wired these little boys to not be into that, uh, that type of, like, I guess effort. Like there's work and effort to be a real man, okay? Yes, there is. That effort, they've reverse engineered it to where, oh no, you can you can sleep in all day. You can play video games. You can be feminine. You can be dress dress like a girl, whatever, um, or whatever whatever it is. Play with 
Barbie dolls and, and go to movies and stay inside, whatever. Well, your testosterone, your testicles, all that will not develop properly. Your pituitary gland connect to your, your pineal gland, uh, pineal gland. It all connects like magnetism and electricity. It all connects. Um, and when you don't have a proper amount of testosterone and in food, it is all estrogen mimickers that are in your, your diet, you know, you no longer deserve to become a man. You 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 might as well not have testicles at this point. And that's what happens. So yes, these men do become somewhat infeminate. And the way they, they actually then train the woman on the opposite end is they've designed that we're the women today, the girls in this generation, there's no possible way by the way they act, any man in their right mind would ever be attracted to these behaviors. No, it's not in our wiring for us to just accept that a woman is hypergamous, meaning she is basically only into your money. If you've got enough money, clothes, material, cars, house, these things, you're six foot four. This, these are very shallow, carnal, objectifying things that have nothing to do with love, spirituality, a connection that is uh, a deep, like loving connection, which is actually true, passionate sexuality in spirituality. You can't have that. It then becomes about prostitution. It becomes just effing and sucking, you know, all that stuff. It, it becomes very degraded uh, and it, you're, you're an object. She becomes an object. You have the money. You, you get the whatever it is you want. And, and then the reverse, it's the same way. Now, if you're honest with yourself with those type of statistics right there, that type of reality, then as a man, we're wired. There's no way we would be attracted to that unless it's for some sort of status or some sort of appearance. We're trying to keep an appearance, okay? Because no, you might as well be gay. And that's the reality. If I was young today, I would almost say, screw it. I will go sleep with a, another man even though there's no way I could do that because that's not who I am. But if I didn't have any direction or know-how, any of the information and knowledge I have today, I would probably go that direction because there's no way I'm too honest with myself. I'm not going to be sexually or spiritually attracted to the, what mess we see here right now. That's just pathetic. This is not in any way natural. You don't see even the, and now Europe, I was going to say the European girls were different in our upbringing and stuff. Lithuanian girls, I know German girls, I know girls from all around the world. But now even them are being affected by all of this. Absolutely, across the board. Oh, it's bad. It's bad in Europe. It it's, didn't used yeah, to be. It's worldwide. It is worldwide. It is worldwide. So I can't even just single out Western women because I've been known to do that. Five years ago, it was more so Western women. Ten years ago, it started to trend. And I got kind of, you know, told that I'm being too one-sided about it. But it is global. It is global, even in Africa. You know, well, not necessarily Africa. See, a lot of the poorer third world countries, that's why, why you think I go down to Belize, they absolutely are behind in the times. There's no way they would have this mentality. It's like two other separate worlds completely uh, broke apart. So when I go down there, I feel like I'm in another world. Like, oh, these girls are still normal. They, they, they will help man and actually love man and help cook and clean with them and he, as he's the provider of some sort. And some people will all actually call me misogynistic 
for saying just that one sentence, that statement, which is insane because I'm not even saying woman's got to be, you know, barefoot, pregnant and scrubbing the wood floors here. Um, you know, that aspect of the old woman, traditional woman, um, you know, but guess what? That did work anyway, whether you think it's misogynistic or toxic, it did hold a culture and a humanity intact in some way. It did. Yes. You know, um, woman actually enjoyed that because that's how she's wired as well. And we don't want to talk about the psychology of woman. See, and cause look, you got a guy who did a documentary called simply what is a woman or whatever it's called. And I've watched all that stuff in his series. It's amazing. He actually goes out on the streets and asks people, what's a woman. And it's shocking that in this day and age, many people can't answer that simple question. It's unbelievable. In fact, um, so, and we see that even at young age, you barely see a little boy uh, uh, pick up a doll and pretending to be a mom. Look at the little girls. Yes, we're wired that way. God made us that way. So that's not um, chauvinistic or, uh, right. you know, yeah. no, what you were saying. Misogynistic. No, we're, we are wired that way. Yeah. Oh, I know. And, and I, like I said, that's what on my YouTube, I got pretty much demonetized for, I had like four series on it and I was really hardcore with it. Um, in general, explaining how women's wired and how men are wired and, uh, and, and I break it down how they're wired today too. So I, I correlate it perfectly. Very, very articulate. No, we can learn a lot from little, that's yeah. the, really the best source of learning would be at that young age right. where they can pretend where it's a clean slate. And if we observe that, we can see that what they're you know talking about is nonsense, complete nonsense, because this is so evident at that young age. And like I said, show me a little boy um, that will pick up a doll and pretend to be a mom and care for, and you know how little girls care, little babies pretending like, where is that coming from? Mm -hmm. Where is that coming from? Yeah, it's definitely an infiltration. Who programmed that into little girls' mind? Who, who did that programming? How do they, how do they just pick, pick it up and, and do that? Mm -hmm. Well, no, it's, it's definitely the Again, social engineer. that's another proof of God. Right, yeah. And then... Same thing with the guilt and remorse. Remember I was telling you about that? Yeah. That alone is a proof that the God's word is a living God. The feeling guilt and remorse. Mm -hmm. That's... How, why, why do we feel that? Why do you feel like, you know, sometimes you feel guilt or remorse? Right. Who programmed that inside of you? Yeah, definitely. Who did that makes, programming? Yeah, it's part of the natural, you know, like you say, God essence, of, with, you know, within and so without all around us, that energy. Uh, because you're right. I mean, if you went and said, um, I don't know. Like you, you tried, you were, you were enforced to, to wear dress and makeup as a boy and here sleep with your little brother or the, 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 the boy. And they somehow made it a sexual, you know, Indiendo for that. And you feel weird about it. See, then it, it's probably either one, the kid, it's too early for the kid to even be introduced to such a thing because it's not naturally happening. Some adult or 
perversion or something ahead of above them is introducing that theory that that concept um and then if it did get say it crossed the line went sexual you know it could it could be painful it could be abusive it could be traumatizing so again that how is that natural and then you have a whole there's millions of people that have that that have been brought up in that you know um like generational you know scar like i know that i've seen it when you talk when we talked about the royal elites earlier that and see i can't even talk about it because i know so much about it like i've seen it and there's so many things i could i could literally put into words out there right now and I know it just would not maybe be good because it's such a touchy topic. It's so, it's like putting salt on a wound because uh, it, it's the generational pain and trauma that in those type of families, it goes back centuries, thousands of years. So, and, yes. and that, you know what I mean? So, uh, and, and I know like what's it, it's almost gonna be hateful for me to even bring it up. Like if you talked about a family that's incessive, incest, okay. What, what's the point of me bringing that up? We all know about some something like that happens, it occurs. You know, there's people, yeah, dads who sleep with their daughters and their daughters are underage, uh, even newborn, infant to toddler. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about that. You know, I, I, I know what it goes on in, in every aspect of it. And everybody's hush-hush about it. In fact, one of the best documentaries I was going to put together was going to be about that. And I mean, I literally could put it together professionally. And everything bad went with my computer, my hard drive. It just totally stopped me. I was like, wow, they really got that close of an eye on me on that. Uh, there's two vid two films I could make right now that would just literally create a war if I wanted to. And if it got out and if it went viral, it would be so crazy. But I will, I've refused. I have made like an oath, a promise to myself. I will not produce it. I will not produce it. And I think maybe, like you said, that could be God. I don't know. It's like I know so much information over here. Do I want to be like that serpent and give that tree of knowledge and good and evil to the to the public, to the people? If I did that, it would create a war, like a war, a chaos. It would be insane because so much. And I've already done that before where you, you put so much information out there so well that it, it wakes people up and it's like damnable. And that that's what causes this curse, too, by the way. Truth is the greatest enemy of that chaos when we talk about it we bring it to the surface and it causes people to change and that's what we're seeing that is why all this shit is happening literally yeah satan loves chaos satan loves yeah. it oh he eats it up he loves it so when you when you bring god and when you say well and this is my, I, I asked a lot of atheists like okay so what what how do you have the feeling of guilt and remorse Right. Who programmed that inside of you? Right. That's... So you, regardless what religion you are, regardless of upbringing, regardless of the tribe you come from, the race, the nationality, uh, country, I could care less. But just tell me, why do you feel guilty and why do you feel remorse? If you're normal, if you're not a psychopath, now we know they they desensitize and. There, but if you're not a psychopath, if, if you're normal, what, what, why do you feel that? Explain that to me. Mm -hmm. Nobody can explain that to me. Yeah. Nobody. And I mean, silence. There's silence. like, and there's like, when you talked about like the Satan being at the top of the hierarchical pyramid, 
if he was a real human being in that in that place, you know, that would be probably the only person or individual who wouldn't have that. And like we talked about earlier, the the assets and value to being evil, like, oh, that guy's got two million dollars. He probably kills a bunch of people, whatever. So the more you have a disconnect with your um, you whatever you want to call it, your consciousness, maybe like that you just don't care or you're, you're psychopathic, psychotic, you you lack empathy towards, uh, you know, that that you did these sexual acts or these harmful acts towards another person and you become cold to these actions, then that guilt goes away. That shame goes away. I've literally seen some bo- like bully type minded people who have no guilt or shame and I've seen them do and I know they've done some really twisted stuff. And I'm not one here to call the police on somebody. Like, I, I feel the justice will be served in some way, maybe. I don't really believe in karma, but, uh, or whatever aspect of that. Because I've seen too many people get away with so many way screwed up things. I've seen a lot of people, I've seen a lot of shit. And I've, and I've seen where nothing ends up happening. Maybe at the end of the road for them, something will happen. They painfully fall off a bridge and they get stabbed in the, in the head or something and bleed out slowly. I don't know. Maybe there's some crazy dark thing that happened, twisted. But with most of the situations I've seen that those type of people end up with great wealth, a easier lifestyle, but a totally, like you said, unstable, psychotic uh, lifestyle, you know, just insanely uh, twisted and like, wow, how do you keep up with that? You know, and, and uh, a lot of cases I'm like, I don't think I could live that life. So you're right in that sense that they have to compromise a part of their soul. Well, they're re- really good in rhetorics, but people, see, people tend to think that they're, you know, how they'll say, well, they're uh, highly intelligent. No, actually, we've seen different. They're not highly intelligent. They're fairly inter- intelligent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they have, you know, they do know how to manipulate, but they've been taught that. Right. They've been taught that. Yeah. This is why they can, you know, held good speeches and. Oh yeah, I know. And, but they're no, they're not highly intelligent people. They, their intelligence is average. If we were to literally measure their IQ, you would find out that most of these leaders, politicians, these people that are in power, um, you know, they're first of all, their speeches are written. Okay, so they're they're just reading some something that somebody wrote for them, right. so it's not even coming out of their head. So no, they're not highly intelligent. Yeah. That's another you know deception and misconception that goes around. Oh, they're they're psychopaths and they climb to these highest positions in the world and blah 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 and they're right. controlling every because they're highly intelligent. No, they're not. It's like no, a, they're not. It's kind of like a social engineering to get people influenced to, and motivated to be what you say evil or be like Satan or that's cool to be like that way. You know? Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It makes sense that it's like uh, their intelligence is if average. I kid you not. Right. If average. Yeah. They're and, not highly intelligent. I mean, they can skew the numbers anyway because they made the test anyway. So they'll be like, oh, this so-and-so has got an IQ 210 Elon Musk and or whatever, whoever it is, you know. And I, I right, you know, right. I'm not here to say Elon Musk is evil or good or bad or innately. I have no clue who the man is. Like, I don't know. 
I have never lived a day in his shoes. I don't watch what he does. I don't know. I've only been told things and I don't believe what I've been told by most of these people anyway. Um, when it comes down to yeah, it. and like 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 we were saying about the garage, they started from scratch yeah, yeah. Garage. I'm glad you brought that up because that needs to be reiterated. We talked about basically. I'd said I've been in Tennessee, and I knew like like Taylor Swift, for example, and and growing up, they say she went to this high school, that high school. You can't find a single person who knew Taylor Swift in Tennessee. You have people they hire who will tell you groups of people all of a sudden come out of nowhere, and they'll be like. Oh, no, I knew her. I grew up with her. I have no pictures with her. I just use her as an example most of the times because I know personally I researched it and saw it for myself. There's nothing, no scruple of evidence to provide that she existed in Tennessee. She came out of nowhere. They, they made up a whole story. They can take pictures, put it on Wikipedia. They can make videos and documentaries. They're very good at this. It's not that difficult. It's like making a fairy tale. They're making a fantasy. You believe it. People watching it believe it. And... These people end up in famous positions. She was taught early to play the guitar and sing. And in some cases, some people say she actually was born a boy. And that's a whole other deep topic that goes a whole other direction. Who knows? But, um, you know, and there's a lot of them that, that say that stuff. And you right, know, reg right. regardless, it's the same thing with what you're saying. Like We're changing the identity. Of yeah. course, they have to change the identity and the whole gender. It, you know, to promote them that way and to erase the past. That's erogenous. erogenous. They think that there's harmony in the male and female that being one, but you're forcing, you're enforcing that. You're enforcing that. That's like if you tried to change my sex and enforce it. And I, yeah, of course I'll have feminine qualities. And then, yeah, I'll have a masculine brain that I still have intact. So you're, you're trying to make that was the original idea of a cyborg too they always thought if they could make a harmonious connection between male and female as one then that they basically be like what living walking gods and that's where you have baphomet the idea and ideology of baphomet is just that that man becoming a, a woman you know and woman becoming a man which it really only works the man becoming a woman and this is why you know because we Men, technically, we already had the clitoris. Um, it's overdeveloped. Clitoris is the penis. You know, basically, we're a lot alike. There's just a slight, you know, disc, there's a slight difference in the development due to the pituitary and the uh, the pineal gland that that changes your sex at birth, you know, determines whether you're male or female. And they can even alter that today. While you're in your birthing, they can change where you're a male but they can completely make you a female, which is and it's it's kind of wrong to do, and it's unnatural, and it switches it at birth, where they're both. And then remember, you know, we were talking about the final result when I was yeah yeah that, yeah whatever that was, and she was saying, well, you're actually her hermaphrodite at right. the beginning, you know, stage. I said yes, indeed, <clears throat> but what is the final result? <laughs> so don't give me. What is the, the stage of development? Of course, what, you're a seed? Are, you, are we going to talk about the <laughs> sperm or semen? Right. Yeah, I know what it is. Mm -hmm. But what is the final result? And that, you don't want to talk about that, do you? Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They, they ignore that for sure. They, yeah. Because yeah, they can't answer that, that, that fully. I mean, they can't really conclude to what you know, the determining factor. If anything goes against nature, 
they're trying to put in their mind trying to progress it trying to progress it that way they're trying to make it where okay we're gonna progress we're gonna make this man a, a female you know or whatever inside the mother's womb and so it's all experimental it's all that it's all a giant experiment to them you know because uh, like you said they don't believe in god so therefore there's no rules based upon their their philosophy and morals that goes out the window because you're just another like an ant to these people. You're an ant. They can squash you. They can kill you. Whatever. There's no punishment. There's no dis dis disregard. That's what they've been teaching them. You're in this heliocentric system. You're nothing but a... Think about it. Think how yeah. great indoctrination is. Yeah, it's deep. Uh, I, when I was talking to a, a friend of mine, this... Well, she became a flat earther, but let's not get into that. But... Right. Uh, the thing is, I want to talk about her mental state and the, the understanding. And she literally told me when I thought that the earth, and this is a grown woman, she's now about 50 years old, but she told me it always made me feel uncomfortable when I was a little girl and I was thinking about the realm and about the, you know, the nature. And it, it would give me an uncomfortable feeling thinking about this edge that, you know, sort of you, you, and I would always think like, well, what happens after the edge? Do, 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 do I fall off? Do I, and then they, you know, NASA images and, you know, your speck of dust and they show me all this. It always made me feel very uncomfortable. It brought sort of fear mm -hmm. and I was very uncomfortable thinking about these things. And then she goes on to tell me, and once I find out about the flat earth, like I had a piece of my mind, like literally like I was able to sleep better knowing that, you know, how it's set up and it just brought peace to her mind. And I find that very interesting. So mm -hmm. now think about that when we have millions of people that are brought up, you know, that are raised with these images, mm -hmm. you know, that that are taught and told every day how insignificant they are. How many jokes you've seen on the internet where they say, well, the aliens would never come here because we're so unintelligent. We're no better than animals. This is being drilled into people's heads. Mm -hmm. You're not significant. You're, you're, you're nothing. You're, you're a piece of, you know, you're, you're one step below the animal. And then you look at the Bible <laughs> Again, the Bible tells you you're divine and you're you're amazing and God made you in his image. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean you have a total divide and duality because of that though. Like there's totally two different people. Like, you know, I went to private school, I told you that in the beginning, and then I ended up going to public school because there was a girl I liked and so I convinced my parents to move so we could go there. <laughs> And you're right. Like the people think differently. The the that public school thinking was completely inversion of my Christian upbringing. Like I, it was so difficult for me to adjust. Like I literally started smoking marijuana because that was the only way I felt I could be cool. And they thought I was interesting because I was completely the opposite of every single person in the public school Common Core teachings. They actually liked me because it I was godly. It was different. I mean, they, they, but I was a nerd in that sense. You know, I didn't fit in. Uh, I tried to be cool. But it's like, you're right, that they they have a different way of thinking 
because they're not they're not worth anything. So when I come into the school thinking, well, I'm special. God created me. I'm a divine angelic entity. Like they're just blown away. Like, is this guy schizophrenic or what? Like, what is wrong? Right. With him? You know, because right. yeah. you see what I mean? So that's going to be uh, you're unique. You're unique to that side. So it's like they, they've created an extreme on each side of the hemisphere of the, the brain. And then they, you identify as that side of the brain. Um, in this sense, I think that's the left hemisphere of the brain is more of the, the analytical side. That's where my Christian upbringing and all that. And then the more liberal side, the public schooling is the right hemisphere of the brain, which is more emotional and it can be creative, you know, more open-minded or whatever. Cause they're, they're going to be, I don't know if you'd say open-minded, but they're more emotional, attached to things. Um, but that's what they're teaching them. You're yeah. not significant. You're yeah, exactly. You're, you're not important. You're a speck of dust just floating out randomly. See, Look at all the craziness that they're teaching them. Yeah, and, that, and that's a feminine uh, mindset. The right hemisphere of the brain is more feminine. If they know if they can get you in the feminine side of the brain, whether male or female, then they can dominate your thinking because uh, that's how they, you know, weaker mind. It's not women are weak or anything like that, but it's that that that's the what you want to say uh, influential type side of the mind, and that's where they get you. Is that you want to be. You know, like like a nurse, for example, you see how if a nurses were taught to do something a particular way, like cut, I don't know, cut your earlobe off or whatever. And they're all taught that those nurses will freaking do it, even set aside from the logic of well, you're cutting someone's ear off. It's not right. That's not normal. I can guarantee you 10 out of 10 of these type of nurses will do it because they were trained to do it and they have no, right. you know, logical reasoning to not do it like they will just go with it. That is that domination that you're talking about that it's unclear to say, well, how far can we go with this? See, there is no extent to how far they can go with it because when you have someone in that mindset, you can literally teach them to put your hands down a little kid's pants and have no remorse. Why wouldn't they? They're told what to do and they're going to do it, you know? Um, So that's just, that's the reality, you know? And, this is the first time I've ever seen in maybe human history where the collective boys, uh, once you get them, there's going to be no hope. If if there's not a single another boy in the next generation that's remotely like what I am speaking right now, then how can there be hope for humanity? There's none. Because... I, I often feel like I'm one of the last in my generation that even speaks like this. Uh so I, I don't know if there's any hope. Um, you there's, know. I mean, we're, we're out there. We're definitely out there. Believe me, like I said, if you look at the, that's why it's so important that people look into the movement called revival. Revival. And revival. Look it up. Revival. Jesus Christ revival. So that's, that alone is um, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable what's happening. That these people are coming, that there's numbers, especially younger people. Unbelievable what's happening. And no one's talking about this. No one's talking about this. See, like you have no idea that this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's exactly right. Like that, you know. And it's it's just gonna con- it's just gonna continue though in this spiral though. Like it that's the thing they're spiraling downward in a sense if you want to say that descending, um, and then you're just progressing more and more and it 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 can feel like I said earlier alone or very lonely at at the top. I'm not saying like I'm the above everybody, but it feels like you're. Uh, on a top tier, like like they say, eagle. You know, the eagle flies higher than every bird on the planet. No yeah. animal flies higher than the eagle. You know, you got chickens, you got ravens, you got birds that stay. Chickens stay on the ground; they don't even fly. They, they you know, uh, you got other birds that can fly n- not even close, remotely close to eagle. You know, so it's like new heights, and I feel like that's where you know we're kind of like the eagle in that sense that we fly higher. We, you know, we're able to go to places that others aren't able to go. Uh, Eagle can go to the top of a mountain. A lot of the birds can't even do that. And it's the same idea. And I'm so glad you mentioned that and you said um, <clears throat> angelic. Yes, as you know, that's literally in the Bible that, that we are one step uh, down or something like that compared to angels. That's literally what says in the Bible, the way God created us. So we're very close to angels in terms of creation. That makes yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, that that would be us. Yeah, that's we're like the reflection of that that i that idea that idea because you would say everyone else like they say fallen angels or whatever demons, um, you know, are kind of like that's where you they've made the normal human person that that's their point. They said, you know, hell is empty. I think it was William Shakespeare, if I'm not mistaken, that hell is empty because all the devils are running around on the earth or something like that. It was something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Shakespeare said that. It was interesting because he's basically saying that, you know, there there are no devils in hell. They're right here, you know. And so well, if, they've, if they've created that I, that idea, you know, well, then where, where are all the angels? And, you know. Or whatever, holy people, you know, would be like the eagle flying high. Where are we? You know, and um, I guess we're being condemned in a sense. If you're talking about that, you're being punished for kind of stepping up and saying this is nature. This is how nature works. And they're saying, well, nature works this way because I'm saying it does. So, yeah, you take the idea of God out that divinity disappears, then there's absolutely no rules, principles, uh, you know, or nature becomes do what you want. Even cutting your... I mean, just think how powerful that is. I made you in my image. Yeah. The divine, the creator's telling us, I made you in my image. And you're sitting there saying, I'm not significant and I'm a piece of crap and I, I'm not important and I'm just a little speck of dust. Just do you see what I'm saying? Like the, mm. the opposite. Yeah. It, it's so bad. It's mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah, it definitely can be confusing, I guess, you know, because um, for, for a lot of people who, I mean, imagine if you weren't taught any of it, though, like, I mean, if you didn't know anything about the Bible or Jesus or God, then you definitely are going to, in this sense, what you're talking about, you almost have no hope, that individual would have no hope, 
unless, you know, someone had told them about it. And I think that's where um, these type of people say, this is why, like, that's their argument. They'll say that that's why God doesn't exist because, you know, why can't they figure it out on their own or something? But, you know, I think eventually if you weren't, if you weren't immersed in social engineering and all these distractions and other things pointing everywhere, I think that why the Bible, how the Bible was written, whether it's all real in the sense you're talking literally, or it was definitely a holy divine manifestation, like that these people were holy men who lived with no distraction, lived like a monastery, like to themselves. And this is how they felt about it naturally. This is human in its fullest form. That is what I think the Bible, why the Bible comes off so holy or. Yes. And just imagine, just imagine their outlook. Just imagine how different they would be if they knew what a beautiful divine creature they were, if they had the self worth. Exactly. You know, yeah. if they truly understood that, you know, God created you in my image. Like that's so like, it's it's so powerful. It's not a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet they they follow all these other teachings and all prophets and no, you know, opening their third eye and uh, all these distractions that have you know no meaning, mm-hmm. none whatsoever. Yeah. And it's always like you said, it's always the same story, the oldest story from the book, mm-hmm. always. Wow. What's the end goal while turning you into a god or goddess? Yeah. Which even if even if any of this didn't exist, like we die and we don't go to heaven or there's no hell, all that. I mean, what merit does it matter to what they say? You know, living like you say with wealth or being a god or goddess. Like, what is the purpose? Like, I mean, eventually, even if you live that way, like you were so wealthy, you basically were like a god on this earth and had so much power and control you were like a god on this earth or goddess you know i mean eventually it's it's not going to matter to you anyway because you have no you lack uh some sort of fulfillment or happiness and joy you know and um so i mean what would it merit what's it matter anyway you know in that regard and i think everybody wants to die and hope that they're going to live forever or go to uh, heaven, you know, in that sense. So, I mean, and I, and I would say in my view, I definitely absolutely hope that, you know, the spirit carries on in a sense, you know. Again, it is still an aspect of faith, which is interesting. It's why everyone still has fear because, you know, I mean, you can ultimately say, I absolutely know God is real. I have full faith in it and I'm going to heaven. That's basically the 100% faith I always had when I taught the Bible, that I absolutely believe that, you know. And I would say, though, it's like, if that's the case, um, you know, then there's no doubt in your mind, you know. And there's just some people who, again, will say, well, I, I don't know, you know. If I die, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. Like a lottery ticket, like, well, let's hope that it happens and it's true and then I see God, you know, or the God or Jesus, Yeshua comes back and saves the whole planet or whatever. Um, you know, I think everyone's kind of hopeful of that. And like I said, then you got the opposite spectrum. People believe that it was completely made up 
and none of that's going to ever happen. And it's the same story told over and over and over again um, to give people hope. A salvation sale, some of them call it the salvation sale, where they sell you the idea of salvation. I think it was the Emerald Tablets of Toth. He did, if you read those, it's kind of a similar aspect. Uh, Toth had said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. He said that, and the people who believed it would believe that they needed, uh, uh, it was kind of like an authoritarian penmanship. So the way he, the Emerald Tablets was written, if you read it, it can be dangerous because when you read it, it will convince you that that's the way and that's how you find salvation or you can live forever. So they're selling you the idea of eternity in a better paradise, but you could only get it through Toth because he's the one who wrote the Emerald Tablets. It's really, a, it's a deep, that's a deep depiction, a paradox, you know. Uh, and again, it can be very dangerous if I think you one takes it literal, you know, um, which... I guess a lot of people did back then, you know, the book of the dead, all that stuff, you know, you got the Sumerian text. And that was the other thing about my Halloween show. I literally took time out because I wanted to prove God exists of the Bible. I read all the books. I read the book of the dead all the way through. I would read Emerald tablets all the way through. I would read the Sumerian text. There's remnants of these episodes online they're still intact where I would sit there and read it word for word. <laughs> I'm like, God, for anybody who actually watched all this, you know, but, um, it was at least there in case like maybe the books all get burned one day or they get rid of everything. You know, I always thought it'd be interesting to have someone who read it all the way through, you know, because, you know, oh, yeah. that's great just, contribution. Great yeah. Contribution. Uh, thanks. I appreciate that. Cause I, you know, I never knew if it was, if it meant anything. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm wasting my time, you know, but. No, no. Because I, I wanted to say this, that like, if I was in a church, I always said, if your God is true of the Bible and you're coming off kind of suspicious because the truth fears no investigation. I told this to the preacher. I've literally been kicked out of churches. It's insane. You wouldn't believe my, my stories I have because. I would be kicked out of churches and told never to come back. So stuff like that, because I would simply say, you reading the Torah, the Bible, all this. Now, why don't you educate the children? Why the world is the way it is and not fear because your God's the most powerful. So what would you fear if we had a Sunday sermon where we talk about the Sumerian text and be unbiased? read it and see what it was trying to communicate, what it was trying to convey. Where, where did this come from? What is it talking about? Why do you fear it? You know, and then of course, some people say it was written by the devil or the devil planted these stories before the Bible, all this stuff, which all those stories tie together, which again shows kind of like you say, the heartbeat of God through spiritual, divine, holy men, even the old text. There's this, there's a Viking Bible. There's a Sumerian Bible. There's Moses's Sumerian Bible. There's different books out there, you know, and I always tried to just tell them, why don't we, you know, we've read this version a million times. We've read their version that, that manipulates people to put more money in the tithing plate version. We've heard the one that says the, the spinning ball globe is real version of the Bible, you know, so it's like it can be twisted any which way. And I'm like, this is 
so confusing. Why not let people think for themselves? Believe it or not, probably 80 to 90% of Christians never actually read the entire Bible anyway. Like, I don't, most people never even read the Bible, period. They're taking. No, that's why they need preachers, because they're, yeah. they're interpreting. Interpre- interpretation. And that's, yes. See? And that's why I thought it was powerful for me if someone was listening to me, like they listen to my podcast, people like to listen to me, certain people maybe get off on actually listening. So if they like that, then why don't I read the Bible? That's what, you know, I'm like, let's, you know, and then people like can be exhausted by that even. They're like, they can't read it. They won't listen to it. You know, I don't know what to tell you. Keep keep listening to your preacher tell you what to do, I guess, you know, and to me, that was the problem. I always thought, wow, I like, listen to that statement, listen to the preacher tell you how to live. I mean, come on, think for yourself. I mean, God, think for yourself, exactly. if God's real, he gave you a brain, use it. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's not that difficult, you know, I, I'm shocked. I'm not saying a lot of people are stupid, but, uh, cause some people, think I'm really uh, egotistic egocentric when I come off that way but it's well, they're, they're conditioned, they're conditioned yeah, yeah that's to, a better way to know, put it it's I, very hard for them to even like I said this is why revival is so important because like I said what's the first thing that I told you about the revival that's so significant it has no leader mm-hmm. it has no church backing up it, it's just happening spontaneous right yeah I see what you're saying. It's a spirit. It's definitely like you're saying a spirit, an empire, literally a kingdom within, you know, you are, you are the church. Yes. You are. I've always said that that was my main message in my whole thing. My, I, I consider, I definitely had a ministry at the time and it was always, you are the church. It was that simple. You're the corner, you know, the, the corner, you are. the cornerstone. You literally is are. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's in your heart home center it's in your 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 brain you've been given and um i mean i guess until they make us make make them all cyborgs we yeah you know it it is an interesting concept like what if we are like you're saying okay so we're in the end times that would make us really truly special because i mean there's not going to be anyone like Eric and, J- and Jackie ever again i guess as people human beings the, these people the vessel we're in because imagine in just 10 years, technology moves so damn fast that, yeah, most people end up like 50% end up cyborgs or with robotic arms and this and that and different, you know, aspects of technology inside their body and plants, implants and different things. You know, we're like a museum where we will become archaic pretty quick. Like definitely if we're alive in the next 40, 50 years, we will be archaic if we say we don't take any of this stuff. Like I've never had taken the V. Right. You know what right. I mean? So, like, whoa, you know, that's huge. So just, what do we have to do? Simply just don't comply. It's that easy. Refrain. I've told people that in diets. A lot of people are so stressed about what diet and keto and vegan and these different things. And I'm like, you know, the best thing you can do is simple. Refrain. Like, you don't need salt. You don't need sugar. Like, think about it. If you were out in the woods and you were struggling and we're on a journey, me and you have a, a caravan and we got a camel and stuff, there'd be weeks where you maybe didn't eat that much, maybe a couple of days, and then you find food. And it could be 
berries. It could be mangoes. You find a grove of bananas. I've told this philosophy to people before. That's nature. That's reality. You talk about God. That is God. That is the essence. That is God. You know, that's the true essence of it. You're living. You know, there there was no Walmarts. There was no junk food. There was no trash to eat and fast foods. I'm just being real. Like, of course, I eat all that stuff now because I'm. It's the convenience of it. But and think about it, how amazing! Like God made this beautiful, beautiful fruits, these beautiful yeah. plants, just for us to walk to it, mm-hmm. pick it up, and eat it. And not only that. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to plant. You don't even, God even made that <laughs> accessible. So you pretty much just spit on the ground and it yeah. grows. Yeah, that's true. It grows. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. A and little bit of, what a beautiful concept. No, he said, I will feed you. I will shelter you. And he gave us everything. And so just gorgeous. It's picturesque. I, I love it. It makes me just remember and reminisce why I want to go back to doing what I'm doing in Central America. Like that makes me feel so happy that you hear you say that because it's like, um, it truly is beyond a miracle. It's, it's like magic. It, it is a blessing, you know, and a lot of people will never get to experience that, Jackie. They don't, um, I mean, <laughs> I mean what, what would they care? You know, they get, they want their, their pizza rolls or their Taco Bell or their, whatever like it's so far from their mind the, that mindset that why would they why would they care right you know but you're right like i've had real mangoes and i've had i've grown tomato trees i love gardening like to me that feels like that is my purpose when you say what do you want to be when you grow up or what eric why are you here then it's literally for me i'm walking around barefoot growing corn and and mang- moringa trees and i got soursop and all this stuff and you may think I'm looking crazy. You know, I'm in my own garden eating and I can be butt naked out there if I want. And I feel so free. And I'm not exactly, you know, I'm not living in sin or whatever. I, I definitely when I'm out there, I have no guilt, no shame. I am the happiest person on the planet. I feel like a king. You talk about a king. A king is one who has has his own trees. That's a king. Uh, that, exactly. You know, seriously. And that makes sense. Like, think about it. No, God didn't create us to sit in the office, and all of this is forced on us. We're not meant to be living that way. No, we're meant to go out there, and like I said, mm-hmm. He made it so accessible where we don't even have to plant the food. That's we true. can just eat the seeds, spit it, and it'll grow back and feed us. <laughs> I, I love that. You know, and those trees, they'll stay around for age for ages and feed your family 20, 40, 50, 100 years. You know, it's like, yes, it's amazing, you know, and that's what you could pass on to your kids. See, and I've said this before. I've broke this whole guideline down. I know we have eight, seven, eight billion people on the planet, but I said there is a system that works. I talked about Ubuntu system and it's an African system. I know you know about it. Um Basically, the guy came up with like a sustainable permaculture for people and a bartering system. Well, you know, yeah, that is the only system that's ever worked. And it goes back to ancient times and, and God's Garden of Eden times that was he tithed fruit. Fruit was was money. Money was the plants, it was things in nature. It wasn't gold and all this stuff. Man, gold was the greatest invention for evil ever because it was a way to monetize 
out of nature, something tangible that could control man. If you didn't have gold, in fact, we wouldn't even need a system based upon this monetary economy system. We wouldn't need it. We'd have bartering. We'd have sustainable permaculture, a tree that produced leaves, and those leaves could be used as money. And that means anybody's rich. And you see, they don't want that because now you've broken the... They don't want that. You broke, a hier- no. you broke the hierarchical system, didn't you? Completely. And I've tried to teach that to people so long. It's so lo- like simple logic. That is basic. Anyone can understand that. Any little kids. When we were little kids, we used to play around like that and have and grab leaves and and trade it with with the kids to to buy stupid things and rocks and and playing pretend. And they knew kids know because they have a, a innocent heart and a, and a creative mind. They wouldn't think, oh, I'm gonna steal that kid's all his money, his leaves, and and use it against them and create a really complex taxonomy tax system that screws everybody through interest and, and debt and, and usury. I mean, anyone thinking like that is got to be evil and cruel to even think about how can I outwit and outsmart a weaker mindset? They're weak. They're, right. You know, and that's the way they look at them. No, they came between us and the creator. They literally came between us and the creator. No, because like I said, he made it so simple and so beautiful mm-hmm. where we don't even have to work for it. That's true. We don't really have to work for it. Like <laughs> I said, you spit the seed and grows. I love that. It's, it's got it. That's the... I mean, how the way is there to look at that? You know, um, it's that simple, you know. And, and, and what are we doing now? We're scanning. You're walking up to a scanning thing and you're you're scanning an apple. That's where we at. The madness, the, the craziness. We're literally scanning apples. Something that God just <laughs> told us, go and pick up the tree. <laughs> People are going around scanning apples in the stores. Wow, isn't that crazy? Isn't Just that... imagine, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so they literally came between us and the Creator. Yeah, they're controlling our food sources. They're and see, without these productions, like if we didn't have this, especially meat, you know, if you didn't have that, you wouldn't. You there would be no need for it. That's why they need to control <clears throat> our food. Yeah. Water, food, resources. You know, if if life ever had like a simple like there's an answer to this or a solution to that, I, I always I do feel like you're right, like that it's it's simply put, you gotta go back to Eden in this sense. Go back to the seeds in the ground growing and living like that because it's funny because it's even right there in plain sight what you're talking about when you buy that apple at the store those apples they suck and they have a coat of wax ethylene diet ethylene spray on them uh ato and you're you're eating that it can't be good for you it gets stuck in your your clotting your your veins your blood whatever and they don't even taste good. So it's like, it's right there in front of you. Like, would you want that? This is what you want. This is the quality of life you want. Or you could go live, work a little bit harder for, and it's really not harder. Like you said, you just put the seed in the ground and you got to do the effort to put in and then it grows. And then, wow, that apple tastes so incredible and it's free. And you've got hundreds of apples on one tree. So, I mean, 
then and you can get full off that apple tree eating those apples right it's literally free yeah so i mean i mean like so you don't have to work is what you're telling me right and i mean no you don't really have to work you just spit the seed and it grows see and 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 some apples apples some apples are like near damn near five dollars like they're three dollars and some are you know you get a couple apples it's like five dollars and it's like and that, and that's like unbelievable. That's like an hour's worth of work. Like if you're making seven dollars an hour or some crap like that, like like you know what I mean. Like you, so like a a bag of apples is an hour of slave work, basically, is what you're telling me. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. That's nuts. Well, you could just be out in nature and grabbing them. There's a mango grove that I I, I live I ne- live near the citrus groves, and we, you could jump the fence and grab these huge oranges the size of you know a softball, huge fat orange oranges juicy as can be amazing everyone just as good as the last there's coconut trees right next to that grove you can just crack one of those open drink it and it's so plentiful and, and juicy meat right off the off the coconut grime rhyme and it's just and then you feel so full you feel so happy you feel like you're high you feel incredible and like that is a beautiful gift and i know i've lived it i know that a lot of people never would never even think that that exists like that it really in this reality there's a piece of heaven right before your eyes you know and i could write a book about it i could do a pod do this podcast i could do a video i've done videos i shoot i've made a movie about two movies about it um and people probably think i'm just insanely a crazy man that that's full of shit that making this up i'm some hermit out in the the jungle that is no. is lying no. my my face off. I'm trying to tell you the splendors of you know heavenly divine abundance you're talking about joy and uh, yeah. <laughs> absolute abundance. Yes. Yeah. Abundance. I'm glad you used that word. That's a, it's exceedingly above and beyond, you know. That's what abundance is, you know, right? So I mean And this is why we're told through media this is why they constantly tell us how their resources are depleted, how yeah. uh, there's no yeah, it's all a lie. <laughs> no, God didn't made it that way. <laughs> it's yeah. abundance of everything. Yeah, and then yeah. So it's like they tell you stay away from the sun. They don't. They don't recommend drinking water. Like it's amazing the the crap they come up with, the the lies that they tell people that like like literally yes. b- block themselves. I knew a guy. He's so scared of the sun. He's like blocking from the sun. All this, and he's got to take like fifty thousand units of vitamin D because he's so depleted, so deficient in vitamin D. His whole life, he's just stayed away from the sun, scared of it, whatever, and. It's one thing if you're scared of the sun or you get burned and you don't like it, or you wear sunscreen lotion, whatever. But I'm telling you, like, you got to get out in nature, man. And this is why people, these kids have allergies, why they have asthma. They stay in their basement playing on the television screen, which is the new Saturn box. The Cube of Satan is the TV screen, even these phones and all this stuff. It's got you completely entranced. Like, why are you alive? You know, literally, why are you alive? at all and, and just imagine these little kids that they were forced to wear these masks all you know yeah that's true during this uh well, yeah that was just a way um, to lock them into engineering grooming them like complete brainwash engineering them like that was if they could get this next generation to comply with that like they've got them completely you know lockstep and you know hook lines sinker 
they're not they're not gonna break out of this trance i don't believe it like i hate to say it i really want hope for these kids i and if they're listening to this by the grace of their their the, the god almighty within they would hear me out in saying that you can break the chains you can get out of this you can do it you may have to rely on yourself you may have to work a little harder shoot you may have to do 10 20 push-ups every night before you go to bed so you feel stronger you know maybe get outside and ride your bike go do something for you know the sake of yourself for your family you want a future they've broken that a lot of people they, they feel like they're so poor that you know and i agree if you're really poor in this this world simulation the matrix simulation you're talking about is this thing that they've created and if you're really poor in that don't don't have children please don't do not have kids in this world not if you if you don't have a, a plan sought out uh, resources uh some sort of a, like you know like land and a career of gardening and trees like we we're talking about if you don't have that and you you decide to play around get a girl pregnant and then maybe you got two kids or three kids three different girls pregnant whatever I'm telling you, you are literally in a living hell loop. You will probably never be able to get out of for the rest of your life. And that, that's some deep wisdom right there. That's some real shit. I know a lot of these kids. I've seen them. I, I used to work with autistic kids, juvenile delinquent kids, all of it. I used to give them medication and it made, it hurt me inside because I couldn't change the fate of the outcome of their reality. No matter how hard I tried, there's nothing I could do for them. And that killed me. It was like, and I have a I have a prison institution that wants to hire me for help because they want me to to help the, with the youth and, and all this, uh, like kind of like a youth type minister, not minister, but something like that. And I'm like, I, I can't I can't even do that. I can't even do that. They won't even. They would never let me speak my mind first enough. Uh, first of all, they wouldn't let me speak. Yes. My, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. I'd be you thrown out. Yeah. I already know. Because I, I would bring it up. I used to bring up I in these places. I'd say, all right, can I make all the kids moringa tea? That's all I ask. No, you can't. It's not. It's not been recommended by a doctor. Blah blah blah. I said it's no different than. Mm -hmm. It's no different than damn, green tea or oolong tea or some other tea like the turmeric for Christ's sake. Like just imagine I'm giving them a normal tea. No, it's because it's moringa tea. It's something I grow. It's all wild crafted. It's raw. Because when I did give it to the autistic kids, guess what? His shaking hand and autism, it started to go away because I was giving him something that's a highly advanced nutritional supplement that comes from nature. It is part of earth and it's the most, the healthiest tree known to man. So why would you not allow me to give that to these kids, you know, um, to help them? And it did like literally his autistic conditions started to actually uh, not completely dis dissolved, but it was, it was starting to get be better. Like it almost was going away. And that's when my theory was that a lot of these disorders, a lot of mental disorders, ADHD, bipolar, even autism, were mineral deficiencies in the brain. I absolutely fully believe that. Or underdevelopment of the, the frontal lobe in certain parts of the brain was because they didn't have the mineral. Wow. Yeah, I absolutely fully have figured that out. Like I absolutely, if you could give me a clinic where I could work with these kids, I absolutely fully, I, I almost 100% believe 
I could reverse most of their conditions if it was mental, dis- you know, e- even to retardation, maybe not entirely if they were born with that, but a lot of it's mineral deficiency and we, it's, we lack in B12 in the, the soil, all this and that, and all they would need, give them, come, give them some wildcrafted mangoes from Brazil or something from the jungle and, and watch that kid be completely different. I've worked with kids that had brain cancer and, um, it was one in particular. It was eight years old, and we put in his feeding tube soursop, graviola, the guabana um, plant. We crushed, we would, we juiced it as a juice because it's a fruit. It's a very nice fruit. Tastes good, sweet. He loved it, and he started to have energy. He was dancing around. We had this on video. He was dancing for the first time. He had energy. His his uh, his whatever it was, the T cells were going up. The T killer cells count was going up problem is the mother listened to too many other professionals like the doctor oncologist the the spiritual guy listened to partly me and i said please don't i'm not your i'm not your medical practitioner i'm not your advisor i'll sell you this fruit she wanted all this advice i said you don't want my advice because my advice is you're giving that kid way too many different things all at once. She's got CBD oil, cannabis. She's giving him marijuana. She's giving him my stuff, taking, taking chemotherapy, taking Ativan, taking, uh, God, I don't know what else. Basically pain relief type stuff like Ativan. When I, when I heard they were giving him Ativan, I knew they were basically trying to slow kill the kid. And that's what eventually, it, 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 that's what happened. He, he died at eight years old. Poor kid. He was a cute little uh, kid and little boy wow. had brain cancer. And they knew when they gave the soursop, it was like the doctor straight up lied just for to get this woman's money. Straight up lied to her. Never even told her that it was absolutely the thing helping the kid. It was pretty apparent that the only thing that was helping was this super fruit that came from Brazil. You know, it was soursop. It absolutely could have cured the kid. And she'd done nothing but just gave him that fruit. In fact, I guarantee you he'd be alive today. And how do I tell that to a parent, let alone I have all the doctors in a medical, in a medical institution against me on all odds? It's sad because that's the reality. He's dead because there's nothing I could do about it. And I'm not going to. I absolutely would be sued. You don't think I know that? I'm not stupid. And I've had to deal with so many really difficult situations like this. It's amazing I'm not locked up by now. I've been audited three times. They still can't sue me. They can't, they've never shut me down as far as the audits. I've passed every audit that I've ever had. I have this on record. I've got videos of this. They can't stop it because I've done nothing wrong. You know, and now, now today, though, with the laws they are today, I probably would be shut down. That's how pathetic. Yeah, that yeah, you would, you would. It's crazy, you know, and I wasn't doing anything other than you want this fruit. I'm going to get it from this country and I'm going to ship it to your door. And I had to do this discreetly. I've actually gotten to the point where I can only do it discreetly if I want to stay in business. I've, I've literally damn near given up, Jackie. I've, I've thrown in the towel. It's not worth me losing everything for my family and what I'm about, what I'm doing to work with these people who many people, it would be it's so shocking. They're so backstabbing that I would help them and maybe even save their child. And they would still turn me in and, and try to, to pull me under, try to uh, get me in trouble. It's amazing. They'll tell, tell on you. Like that's the times we're in. It's crazy. 
So it's like, okay, so I help you and you're, you're going to do this. No, I, it's not, I don't know who to trust. I got people who want Kratom from me. I could get them Kratom and it's a pain relief herb. And, you know, that's all I need is someone to do something stupid. And then where, where did you get this? And it's illegal in this state. You know, I, I just came and put up, put up with this game. It's a shark game. It's like we're in a shark tank. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't. You help people, you get screwed just as much as you, you, you poison people. Well, shit, we'll give you a reward. We'll give you a golden star. How many people did you kill? Yeah. It's insane. It's insanity. And I've known that for years, since 2016. I've, this has been an uphill battle, you know? And um, I, I don't know what, you know, like as far as that goes, I've moved on. You know, I used to have a dream. I wanted to sell this liquid gold that I had, and I wanted to really uh, expand my business and get bigger. They've, they've kept me so suppressed. It's, it's just ludicrous. I've been so held down and I'm like, all right, you can't, I, I could literally, um, purify all the water impurities in this country. I, I know how to do that. I could correct the air, uh, pollution. I, I know how to do that with one tree, with one plant. I could tell, I could break it down to the scientists how to do it. And it's very simple and they don't care and they will not allow it. It's unbelievable. It's so stupid because I have the science that even shows you what I'm saying is true. They don't care. I told the dean, I told professors a lot of this information in details. I showed them the studies, John Hopkins University, Cornell, Harvard, Harvard studies and research papers did not even matter. Jackie, I had the plain, the, all the paperwork, the white paper, whatever you want to call it, the research papers, all of it right there in plain sight. They did not care. In fact, made me out to be like I was the troubled, troublesome one of the bunch. The 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 dean at Harvard said they had to put me on a on a short leash and and keep his eye out on me. I, I basically and then they they put me on a suspension. I I basically left after that point. I just said this is not. I I can't live. I cannot live this way. I can't live like this. This is ridiculous. You know. Um, here I'm trying to help find the actual cures for cancer. And that we know it's in Harvard Library, right there in plain sight. And I can't even talk about it. They, you know, because obviously that's a big red flag. If you talk about that, they have a cure of some sort. And there's actually lots of cures. Well, we'll either, how about this? We'll shut you up or we'll kill you, you know? And I mean, when you're in that line of fire, like you're in the line of fire, their world... They will kill you, and there is no. They will kill you. I was gonna say that. Please stay safe because that they will kill you. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's why my assistant Rhonda was, I would say, in a sense, a lover of mine as well. Um, at that time, helped me. She saw all this. She literally was firsthand. Saw everything. She heard everything. All the emails, all the phone calls, the threats, death threats. They crashed into her car, totaled her car. She had a broken nose, blood everywhere. They constantly tried to to, to get her because they knew you know any woman that was in my life that was that would be the thing to to hold up against me, hold against me because I I'm gonna love my my woman, I love my female, and it was like a romance type thing, and it was a hell it was a whole hell romance basically because well. I don't want to put her in in harm's way or any of that. But at the same time, I have actual clients, hundreds of clients that I'm working with 
who who rely on my health advice and uh, are calling me and they talking to me and and then you're gonna tell me I like I need to stop this all of a sudden. So these people who rely on me as like a doctor figure, um, you know, if I if I just stop and I don't supply them with the things that actually work, just like their medications, their medications kill my thing saves them. I'm the bad guy. They're the savior. So what am I supposed to do? Oh, and then you're going to kill my loved ones. You're threatening to kill my family off. You're threatening to kill me. In fact, actually, they won't kill me. They'd rather sit here and torture me instead. They'd rather me stay alive and watch every single person I care about, everything I love, be taken away from me. No. Yeah, they love the torture. I told you. It's insane. Isn't that insane? I mean, that's just crazy. Um, so no, I mean, I think logically I've had many years to, to ponder this and really analyze it. What do I do? Cause I'm not a stupid person. I know, like I, I'm really, I'm thought out. I'm, I'm thoughtful. I'm going to think this out, think it all the way through. What do I do? And I'm like, this is what I have to do. So what you see me doing now is what I have to do. It literally, there's nothing else I can do, Jackie. There's nothing else I can do. I can't. I can't keep fighting it. If I do, I'm going to continue to lose more people who are around me. And it's not worth that. It's not. Like, that's why I tell you I'm not on a crusade. And it's why I like embracing people like you who are able to do it and put that stuff out there. And, uh, you know, all, all the, you know, the magic of it, your words and your information. But I just, if I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. Like the crusade, I got so many people say, Eric, they, they want me to come back and start doing it again. And I'm like, you have no clue what I've been through. You have no idea the reality that I live. You have no clue. I'm not just making this shit up. This is real shit. This is real life. And it's very important to me that if, if I did come out and, and tell people this or write a book about it, that would be even dumber to do. It would be even more of a mistake. I, there's only, yeah, we don't want to do that. Yeah. You really don't want to do that. So there's only one solution. I just got to get get out of it. I got to get out of it, out of it, all of it, and get my family that remains. You know, I know they they basically killed my dad. He's he's almost he's I don't know he's not in good shape, and it's because of the shit they've done to him. And how many things can they do to people they want to target? I mean, I my buddy who was talking about nu- he was like a nuclear scientist genius. This guy knew so much about nuclear uh, emissions and all kinds of stuff, fracking, like he could break it down. And he was on the Ian Jacklin show. And I even think Ian Jacklin, I'm starting to wonder about him if he's not a shill because he puts like the target on, on, on our back. He put the target on my back. He put the target on this guy's back. Liam Nelson, I think is his name. And so right after he did the Ian Jacklin show, it was ironic because they were able to shoot these little missile like uh, chemtrails directly through his window and in his LA apartment and eventually he just died like no one knew about it no one knew what the fuck what happened you know and I mean I remember because he was contacting him and he thought there was something weird smell like aerosol like a strange scent in his room and uh, we finally kind of put it together all of us kind of collectively that they were spraying like I don't know an invisible mist something some technology and again, we don't know a lot of technology that does exist out there, by the way. So who knows how many ways you can kill someone from a distance? 
like a sniper and subtle way. And they, they killed him. He's y- younger than me. At the time, he was like 28 years old. This guy is a complete, had a whole life ahead of him, complete super genius of our time. No one knew more about nuclear, nuclear um, just nuclear, nu- everything. He knew everything, all of it. And uh, you, you can watch his shows. I could send you links to his shows. Um, and, and you can see the dude know, knew exactly what he was talking about. And he could break down what the future of our world would be like if we continued to frack and use nuclear energy the way we're using it. And that's why they killed him. Because And, and when you're more succinct and articulate and you're smart, those are the ones they got to just they just got to take you out quick, very quick. Um, that's why there's very few of us out here left or, or you get, you wise up and you shut, you shut the hell up, you know? And I think that's where we're at. (laughs) I mean, like I said, I could go full fledged again, like I did five years ago, Jackie. And, uh, I honestly don't know. I don't know. No, you you don't No, You want to save your, yeah, you don't want to do that. It's kind of like retiring early, you know, because they have set me up. They've basically bought me off. I hate to say it like that, but I mean, basically, I have a, I, I've had a means where, I, I, I don't have to do anything anymore. I, I'm retired early, and I'm happy about that. I'm, I, I worked really hard. I feel like I deserve that. I deserve that much, considering I would have been a Harvard oncologist. I would have been making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, so. That was my trade-off. I jumped ship to basically be on the pirate ship and help other people through my own resourceful, rebellious information. My own, uh, you know, finding my own means and my own research. I was the person who made the first plant-based, like, I called it the perfectional practice, which was uh, really the first plant-based institution on on plant-based nutrition. Because it's it's not because I'm special or anything. It's because they didn't ever offer it. There is none. There's no institution on plant-based knowledge. That's pathetic. We have, you know, for, we have how many? Two, 220 different me- medical uh, institutions on, on chemistry and drugs and, you know, all this different crap. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't work. It's a failure. It's flawed. It's so... It's so blatantly failed. It's blatantly flawed. And like you said about the seeds in the ground and growing, it's that simple. That that's the that's how easy this life is. That it's it's like a cheat code. It's that simple. You just go back to nature, and there's your solution. It's not that difficult. In in fact, no, no, not at all. Like I said, God made it so simple. I know. Even funny. That's why it doesn't make sense. Like the stuff that I come up with is. It's not like I'm. Uh, it's not rocket science. The stuff I, and people act like it. It is like, oh, it's too difficult, Eric. No, it's not. It's not at all. You just. No, it's it's not. God God purposely made it very simple. But it's it's like they reverse engineered it and inverted it to this weird bastardized you know way. This plastic crap hole cesspool thing that doesn't. I mean, look at look at how we pour oil into the rivers and the oceans, and you know, I could get deep into all that. And the plastics, like, there's areas that would make you sick to see all the plastics and trash, just you know, subsiding into the to the to the rivers and the streams and the oceans. You're like, how is it we live like this? How is that even a possibility that this is going on? 
you know, no responsibility of this is screwed up, right? Like this is not, how is this normal? You know, and I know there's people trying to, you know, correct it and all that, but like, why do we have to correct a solution that didn't even have to be this way? You know, um, it didn't have, no, it didn't have to. And then they're using, if you notice, they're using all the, the symbols like Apple computer, Apple iPhone. Oh, I know. Apple dad. Mm -hmm. That is crazy, isn't it? It was Apple, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apple, it's like the Taurus, you know, because it's like an apple is like a Taurus, you know, it's the creation. Yeah. Line. It's a perfect depiction of the Taurus field. If you think about it, you cut it in half as a Taurus in the seed in the center point, you know? Yeah. And yeah, we don't, we don't need to get into to the, the, the shape and model of the earth, but we know, I'll just say this and conclude on the whole topic for anyone listening that the earth is surely not a ball. And we're not spinning. You do not feel like you're spun out. Sorry. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> you're not. Okay. That's, that's all I'm going to say. End of story on that. And if you can figure out the rest, maybe good, more power to you. But, you know, it's not that difficult. You know, when I woke up and I looked outside, it like, took me a while because I was blown away. I was like, well, I feel like fully grasped. I was like, no, you know what? We're, we're not freaking spinning. We're not spinning. Oh, my God. There's no way. No, I'm not spinning. Like, do you feel like you're spinning? Like, even people who meditate, how do you feel? You're meditating, you're slowing down time, your heart rate, and you're all chilled out and cool. Or you're smoking marijuana and you're chilled out and your heart rate's low. Then you should be able to really be so connected that you can freaking tell you are not spinning. <laughs> So, like, if, you, if you're if you spinning, you're spun out, there's something wrong with your head, no? There's something wrong with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. There ain't nothing spinning in my reality right now. I'm, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, you know, it's pretty obvious. There's nothing. But, I mean. But, but again, deception. They want yeah. to, you know, they don't even know. Up, if you ask them, well, what, where is that? Where he's down, they don't know. They'll give you some crap like yeah, I know. Uh, west of uh, equator is no, there is no upside down. You know, and, and I and I and I and I I still take the stance, Jackie. Where I honestly, I'm not going to tell you. I know as a fact, I can't tell you the fact of what shape or model the Earth is. I won't do it. I I can't because, in in all honesty, everything is a theory still, and until I die. I go to heaven or something like that and I can look at it and see, oh, wow, you know, then I would be able to say, I absolutely know. I, I know a lot of theories and I know a lot about every single theory. I do. I looked at every single angle, uh, whether it's concave, flat, or, or uh, the other one, the crater earth. I, I love learning more about every bias because I don't have a bias. I don't. I love learning right. <laughs> see that makes it fun i wish people would think like me more not because oh you gotta be like me but if people did think like me more then there would be no one with a bias and people would constantly be learning i mean it's that simple like just imagine i'm telling you just keep learning have fun with it imagination creative like you read a book about narnia and and all these magical never-ending story lord of the rings harry potter the bible okay why can't you just accept all of them, read them all, learn the story, know it, and 
no, no, I, I'm not going to read that one because it's bad or it's wrong. What? What? I mean, be open-minded, for Christ's sakes. Just listen. Act like you do want to read that or you're engaged in that. Like, I may not believe that the a, the Earth is a bubble pear, pear shape model Earth. I may not believe that. Like, and someone may have a whole theory written out and figured out something that I don't know that they think they really are onto something. I will listen to that individual and really act like I'm captivated in their theory and, and look into it and not mock it and insult it before I know what it is fully. And, you know, they might have a lot of good points. In fact, it may even tie into what the earth really is. You never know because everything is a theory in that regard, you know, and I, and I just think be open-minded, you know, before you judge something. Cause sometimes the things that you least expected to be true, in fact, are true. In fact, if you know something to be true, then how would you ever question something you think to be true? If you think it's true, but what if it was false, you know, and that's, that's where my mindset is that people don't look for the truth when they think they already found the truth. You see, that's the way I look at it, you know, and that's kind of deep for me because I've been wrong before and I can admit that. And that's why I've always been open-minded because I'm like, damn, I was really wrong about this, this thing over here. I was really wrong. And so I'm like, I don't want to be that wrong again. And living that way for five years or 30 years, I, I really was that wrong. And now I realize that I thought I had the truth or I was right. Just like the spinning ball. I thought we were spinning on a ball. So again, how are you going to look for the truth if you think you already have found the truth, even though you're wrong? So it's definitely subjective that if you don't think you're wrong, then you're never going to look for it. And that's where I think everyone's head's at too, by the way. I think everybody thinks they've been told this, taught that, and this is what the collective believe. So that's it. And God forbid you question that because you're going to be definitely vilified and scrutinized. I'm one of the most (laughs) don't fit in people on the planet because I've, you know, looked at so many different ways of looking at things that I can't even go back to their common core living the way they think, you know, it's hard, you know, to, yeah, once you get out of this, uh, whatever you want to call it, mate, mate, illusion or right. Their their world or madness. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to go back to to it. I'd be, I'd be damned if I went back and, and, you know, I'll, I'll still, I listen to them. I'll listen to them, you know, like if I have to, if if I, if I know they're wrong, you know, I, I don't care. I'll listen to them, you know, and it's just a, and it's a matter of humility, you know, in that regard. But there's not a lot of people I talk to anymore, Jackie. I don't. Oh, Eric, hold hold on a second. I gotta take care of something. Just a second, please. Okay. Yeah. I gotta take care of something. Just a second. To to read the meter for the you know for the power. Oh yeah. Just more more crap, more more <laughs> more uh, distraction. Yeah, they're coming between our like I said, they are literally between our creator and ourselves. It's like a third man that we don't really need. 
We don't need them for nothing. Mm-hmm. We don't need them to make our food. God gave it to us. We don't need them for our power. We don't need them. No, not at all. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's a pretty big system they have. That's why it's very intimidating. You know, the Vatican figured that out when they used to build their cathedrals. They knew the bigger they could build these buildings, the more intimidating they could come off and control weak-minded individuals to thinking, oh, this is this is God's doing because it's a big building. And like, this is God. Like, you give man an idol to worship or a depiction of God, they'll worship it and they'll sell their soul for it, even though it's not God. It's the false, right. you know? So... That's what they did. And that's what this system is. This whole system is that. Like you said, meter. They use electricity against us. They tax us on electricity. Yeah, the middleman. Again, yeah. it's always the middleman that we don't need. God didn't create a middleman. Yeah, it's a fraud. This is why it's so important. You shall have no God before me. Right. I am the, the, the I am the way, I am the truth, I'm everything. Right. And he made it, like I said, so simple. He gave us rivers. He gave, he gave us everything. Everything. We literally have everything we can live off of. But mm-hmm. then you have a middleman. Now that you have a middleman, you're no longer in control of the God's realm. They cut you off from the creator. So you go to them and they're, instead of you producing your own food, your own energy, your own everything, that God lets you utilize it and use it, you go to them. For what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nothing really. For what? Junk. Crap. You know, it's a ripoff. Counterfeit, as they say. You know. We're the only creatures that are paying to live on earth. Every... No other creatures are paying to live on the land except us. Yeah, yeah, I've, 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 yeah, I've tried to break that down too before. You can't tell people like they, like collectively, people don't care. You know, like I worked at Amazon. I tried to tell one person at a time all this. Like it's almost like some people. I, I can almost form an army of people, but then when it comes to actions and the going gets tough, no one. They don't want to. They don't want to do it. Initiate. You know. I'd be totally... Right, or who did the government buy the land from and why are we paying to live on it? Yeah. Who did they they buy the land from? (laughs) Yeah, technically the indigenous people have more rights to everything than we do as far as judicial politics and the judicial... Right. You know? So they're selling you something that already belongs to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, basically. It's like... No, literally... Yeah, I know. it's yours to begin with. Yeah, yeah, you know, and the government was supposed to give us all water systems. America was a corporation that it was like a water incorporated system, I think, and they we were supposed to all get like a a water system too, everybody, but we've never gotten that, you know. Just like your social security, you you have a certain amount. It's a crazy amount of money, probably millions. Who knows, like two hundred seventy thousand dollars in your because you're an entity. And, you know, we've never gotten our stock as an entity of America Corporation. You know, I've I've looked into that before. It's all it's all legit information. But since we don't know anything about it, it's like they've just thrown it in the back burner. Who cares? Well, you know, we could do a lot with that kind of money. See, this is also why they don't like people getting into crypto right now. And they're trying to regulate it because 
there was like how many millions of people end up millionaires overnight, like literally an insane amount. And it was just dumb luck, you know, and now that changed their life forever. That's real. And I happen to be kind of one of them. And it's, it's, it's very real. It's like, wow. You know, and they were, and now they're telling everybody don't do it. And I'm not saying that it's not evil because it's definitely going to end up being the thing, very thing that's going to enslave everybody even worse. Um, Especially the, the more they allow them to to push the middleman, the more freedom they're gonna lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this is why they're so scared of people who are self independent, who are self sufficient. They're threat to the society. They're threat to the system they they placed. Yeah. They're eliminating the middleman, and they don't want that. They want to stay the middleman. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're not going to let go either. Don't think that, like, you talk about, like, J.P. Morgan and these some of these entities. They're not, they're so huge, Jackie, it's literally ridiculous. Like, I don't think people even realize how much wealth they have, how much power there is backing it. A lot of people don't know about Vol- uh, Notros Voltros, which is, like, it's a banking system that is almost invisible to no one even knows about it. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Like it's- I said, Satan creates money. It's his invention yeah oh yeah he created to replace the nature to replace the god well it makes you wonder like with notris votris how do they need that much money because it's an sickly insane amount like hundreds of trillions that are capable and who uses that well that's not part of our banking system because we use central banking and swift and all this other stuff that's way down here so how are there people with that much wealth like we don't even know about and like how much power is that and why do they even need that ungodly wealth like that is insanely ungodly wealth like that that they're just like we are making sure there's no way you can get in power there's no way you can flip this system if you're playing by our there's no way you can do it absolutely not no way like not even close you couldn't even win enough crypto or lottery tickets or whatever to even try to flip their system and they know it there's it's no way um so, I mean, if you continue to play with their system, you will continue to lose. And there's no way to win in it. It's it's a, Right. This is why I said only God can now, uh, you know, reset this. Only God can fix this. We can't. We cannot go up against this beast. No. Yeah, that's why I'd let it go. It's way too powerful. It's like a Leviathan or a big giant octopus thing, like a Leviathan monster. Yeah. We to- can, like I said, try to be self-sufficient, to, to move to you know plant our own food you know things like that to to survive but the deluge is coming i mean yes and we know this time according to the bible is going to be fire it's not going to be the the flood right it'll be fire wow and then so that's your that's your reset for you (laughs) It's funny yeah. because, yeah. you know, they're always talking about like this great reset. Like it's funny because they have, they always have like a manipulation of it. Like, so if that that's going on, like a flood or fire this time, it's like, they'll, they'll be like, well, we're having a financial reset. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so the things they can manipulate and control, they'll, they'll create a catastrophe that kind of reflects what nature is about to do and what God's doing, you know, um, Right, because they're not, they're not going to tell you it's in the Bible and it's the end of time. They, yeah. Satan isn't going to tell you that. I mean, even other other indigenous faiths talk about it, call it like the Kali Yuga, they'll call it, which is like 
let's say it's the end of the era and then it, everything comes back or something like that. I, I honestly don't know. It would be interesting to see how this pans out. Then you have, you know, some Christian belief. What is it? The rapture where some people do go up ascend, some people don't and stay down here. And basically this becomes hell. That's one. That's one view. Eric, come on. The 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 what happened? Like I said, during the Ramadan in Mecca, I have friends who are Muslims who are now after this event turning towards Bible, saying, "Well, there's something there." Mm -hmm. How in the world would this be? You know, during the Ramadan, the holiest of the holy, right at the Mecca, mm -hmm. where the 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 locters just came out. And they were, I think I sent you the video. They were freaking out. They were crawling on people from the depth of the ground. Wow. That is crazy. Wow. Yeah, and I, I just saw in Mecca, there's like all these roaches or something that came out of nowhere. They got like. No, they were not roaches. They or... were literally locked, as is described in the Bible. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yes. That is nuts. Yes. I, I kid you not. Wow. It's like, where did that so come So you have Muslim people saying now, well, maybe we should be reading Bible. Right. Yeah. Wow. No, it's real. Yeah. I, um, they, oh, yeah. I, I heard about that recently. Like, they were accepting Jesus. If or, I wanted to make this up, I couldn't. I right. kid you not. If I wanted to make this up. Oh, no. I, I'm definitely not questioning. I believe what you're saying i just I, i'm not always hip with all the all this stuff that's going on in the world that's I, i've been so inundated with other stuff and so it's good to hear um that's why i always enjoy listening to you or um when you send me stuff and audios because i know i can trust your information and yeah this is huge mm -hmm. this is huge people really need to be talking about this <laughs> mm-hmm they certainly are, believe me, oh, way yeah. at the top, they uh -huh. are talking about that. Oh, I'll tell you what, I feel Muslims, uh, like as much as they get scrutiny for stuff, I have to say they're pretty, uh, they're pretty connected or on point when it comes to like their people are way more con connected, I think, as far as like the know-how, um, you know, because like their whole nation is all Muslim, you know, like we don't have a country that's like all christian in that sense like all on the same page and like that's why I, I kind of you know talked about before where i was disappointed like as far as christianity there's thirty-five thousand different denominations there's how many different versions of the bible you know it's just it's been very inundatedly like controlled by governmental you know revision and power to the point where it's like it makes it really wish-washy and the message is, like you said, you got to follow that Holy Spirit aspect of it, where Muslims and stuff, they got one book, and they got one God, they worship one name, and they all are on the same page. Like, you look at them like ants walking around that, that, that rock of Mecca, you know, they're all on the same page. Like, absolutely all of them will tell you what they believe, and it's all the same. Christians, you don't see that, you know, and that's kind of like... That's a total disconnect that I think Christianity would have to work on, you know, because you, you, you can't deny that. You can't even argue that. Look how much in the Christian church, the divide 
and of course you could say Satan or or something is creating that division, you know. Or there's people who claim to be Christian or not, right? Well, even like I said, even my friend who is a devoted Muslim, Dr. Ali, he's one of the leading architects in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a flat earther. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told me, uh, oh, Jesus is the one who will fight the Antichrist. That's in Quran. Yeah. They believe in Jesus. Oh, a lot of it, a lot of it is, every, they're on the same page. It's just a lot of it through cultural indifferences and uh, language barriers. They've, they've totally disconnected us from them. I think, if anything, if Muslims and Christians as people not faith, not religion, as a people, all came together, that would be the thing that would be able to take over our power again, would be to actually connect. And I'm not talking about Unitarianism, you know, everyone believed the same faith. I'm just saying as people, because what if Allah is the same God? What if these people, they or they do want to find, you know, the Christ consciousness, uh, you know, G- Yeshua or whatever, like... What if we gave them that chance? What if everybody could get along, you know? Then you would see a total transformation, and it could be something that happens to change the world, you know, for the better. Divide's certainly not going to be the solution anyway, you know, um, regardless. No, and that's what I what I would tell the, the hardcore Christians, and they would, you know, they would come out, and I'm like, no, you cannot do that. You cannot force the darn people's throat like that. I understand your strong belief and everything, right. but it's just not fair. You got to understand they're raised with the Quran and they're raised with... No, you don't shove it down their throat. And let the God do it. God's going to do it. Look at what happened during the Ramadan. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So let the God do it. They'll understand. God's God's going to do it. Yeah. And he did. He did. And now that's why they're freaking out now. They're like, mm-hmm. wow, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. What do we do now? Because the Bible prophecies are coming through. And it's not in the Quran. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because God's taking care of it. We don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's all going to work out. Yeah, you're right. In the end, you know. I mean, when it comes down to push comes to shove, you just have to matter of time with it. I do think that, you know, all the right people are going to connect and things are going to come together, you know. And uh, I think that's why we see it more than ever, you know. Why we're, why you, you and I are, why we're connecting, why we're talking about it right now, you know. There's a reason meant to be kind of thing yeah um even even connecting with each other like when you look at it i think i've known you now for a couple um, a couple years almost or at least over a year and like you know it all divinely is coming together you know all the information i mean what are the what are even the chances of me finding someone like you to talk about this stuff, you know, and it's like, like you said, God putting the right people in the right places, you know, putting each other on the same path, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, like uh, the thing is, if you focus your attention, like I said, if you were to follow, for example, the revival that's happening, right, you would see 
there's so much of us out there, Eric. It's not as bad as they're trying to portray to be. No, there's a lot of... Mm -hmm. It's not the woke. No, not the woke crap. Right. Uh, or awaken. Oh, yeah, I know. I know what you mean, yeah. Coming what we were now just talking about. No, there's a lot of people out there. And that's another thing why I think they have to... You know, prevent this. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you think that's going to be their way of preventing it is uh, not allowing people to connect. Like, like uh, you know, but I could see it definitely. I do know that, like, as far as Christian community, are, are definitely, like, when you're talking about root, what do they call that? The, you know, the home home root level are very powerful you know you're right you know the extreme i know people who got i know people who got land they got the guns and they got the seeds and all that and it's definitely a very big uh undertow underbelly so you're right it's just a matter of uh getting I guess all that work done, I, like uh, as they say, building the kingdom of heaven on earth, what have you. And, um, get some orange juice here. That's the other thing I can't wait for. Well, I have to go now, but let me uh, send me a. Uh, can you? I can listen to a podcast, at least the one that you were able to record or that we yeah that managed to to get through okay